0: Good morning, this is Danger Dan with another episode of Danger Dan's Talk Shop. So I finally got to sit down with Nick, one of the curators of the Mezcal Moto Rally. And as you may be listening to this, I am currently on the Mezcal Moto Rally. But up until recording this podcast, I wasn't exactly sure what I was getting into. I knew where the starting line was and I knew where the finish line was, but I wasn't exactly sure how this race was going to go. So uh, while I was down in Fredericksburg a couple weekends ago, I got to sit down with Rob from Moto Stuka. The gloves, the famous gauntlet gloves that I wear everywhere. And Nick, one of the curators of the Mezcal Moto Rally. Uh, now, a guy named Brian initially reached out to me uh, two or three years ago. I guess it was in 2019, And uh, we stayed in contact and nick was his buddy and you'll hear more about brian in this podcast, but uh, Nick is the one we got to sit down with and I really do believe you're going to enjoy The time energy and thought that was put into this race that you were probably not on but If all goes well, they will be doing this again next year. So stay tuned. Enjoy this podcast and let's get into it (laughs) All right, that was Extermination Day with Thou Shall Not Hassle. Thank you, Zack and Heavy Clothing. Check out Heavy Clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com. Oh, damn, dude. Right now, I'm on the fucking road, headed south on the Pan-America. God, I hate to say that the night before I'm actually doing that. <laughs> but dude, I got I want to get this podcast out to you, and I will be fucking sewed up tomorrow. Gonna go to the skate park first thing in the morning with the kids, dude. Uh, and then fucking get off the concrete waves and urethane and and get on the bike and head south. Um, dude. I just want to thank everybody for reaching out to the Fandango at the Fandango and after the Fandango, man, I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed that last podcast. If you weren't there, hopefully you will be there next year. It's a fucking killer event and all the old dudes out of the AMCA, the Cherokee chapter specifically that put all the effort into making that show happen. Once again, I thank you. Um, The next big show when I get back is going to be the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival at Loretta Lynn's Ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. This is like the fourth or fifth time I've been out there. It is home of the Bill Dodge Bling Cycles Invitational, where he invites 50 of the baddest fucking builders from around the country to display their choppers in the barns at Loretta Lynn's. This year, just like last year, they're going to open up an enduro course sponsored by Lead Sled Customs. If you guys don't know, Pat is a fucking slayer when it comes to riding dirt bikes, dude. He's got the baddest parts for building your fucking chopper, and he can also whoop your ass on a fucking dirt bike. And if you don't believe so... Show up in Tennessee and show me otherwise, dude. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'll be taking my KTM, my Pan America, my Chopper. I'm actually going to be taking Randall's fucking KTM, Pan America, and Chopper as well, dude. We'll be rolling fucking deep, man. I'm going to do a uh, a podcast every single day. It'll be a short one, just a 30-minute recap of the day and uh, details about what's going on the next day. So stay forward. We'll be trying that out at tennessee motorcycle music revival check it out tmmr oh man dude that'll be at the end of may then i got a fucking the dream trip after that and then we got the run to raton chop wizard invitational july 22nd at the run to raton dude jp rodman is a motherfucking wizard and uh Dude, he's got his own invitational going. I can't wait to see you, JP. I can't wait to be riding in the fucking mountains, dude. Um, Yeah, I'm fucking stoked about that. So that's the end of July. And then, uh, dude, then I'm going to fucking hang out with my family in the mountains after that and enjoy some family time before I go to Sturgis. Now, we are working on some dates. I am so close. I want to just tell you because I think it's all going to stick this time. Uh, but be patient I'm taking all my gear down south and will be hopefully be able to put out podcasts over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. Got a big show and a big party happening in Sturgis. As always, you got Led Sled Custom show on Tuesday over at Camp Zero, the Sportster Showdown. So make sure that's on your calendars. I believe Sasha is doing a chopper show on Friday. And then, you know, Cycle Sources got hit shows throughout the week as well. Dude, if you can't find something to do in fucking Sturgis, I don't know what to tell you. We're actually going to do a fucking off-road, you know, adventure, dual sport, dual sports, or whatever the fuck you want to ride with us. We're going to do a ride up there as well. So just stay tuned. Bear with me as I seal all this shit up. If you don't have a place to stay, look up Bulldog Creek Campground. I hesitate to even say that because it's a fucking gym. And if you go there, you better have fucking respect, dude, because the place is bad, dude. It's the only place that's got home-cooked meals every night. Uh, after Sturgis, what happens? Oh, shit. After Sturgis, after Sturgis, we got the Virginia City Roundup in Nevada, dude. Brought out to you by Choppers Magazine in FXR Bazaar. A fucking rodeo, chopper show. I'm going to, I should get some tickets. I'll get some tickets and we'll give them away. Who the fuck wants to go to the Virginia City Roundup? Dude, send me a message. Let me know. I'll get some tickets. We'll do some kind of giveaway on the show after that i will be going to boise idaho for the party at the pen presented by chop merchandise that's right a fucking chopper show at a penitentiary dude get the fuck out of here uh like all shows this show is brought to you by mc your t-shirt of the month club the only way to support every local motorcycle shop that's right dude Every single month, we feature a different shop from around the country, design a custom one off shirt from some fucking badass artist. Uh, This month's t shirt is actually designed by Nick Resty out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And the featured shop is B&B Racing out of Metairie, Louisiana. These are the guys that have been keeping me and my old iron on the road for the past couple of years. Uh, They built the 45 motor that I've been racing. And the guys are just fucking killer people. If you met them at the Fandango, you know what I'm talking about. Be proud to wear that fucking shirt because they don't they don't do a lot of that shit. So uh, it's pretty fucking rad I finally got them to let me print a shirt for them. B and B Racing. Check them out. MCShopTees.com. I've got men's, women's, and kids. The men's have a couple different varieties, a softer tee and a heavy tee, depending on what you like. Uh, you can change the sizes every month. If you sign up month to month, you can also buy six... Three, six, and 12-month packages if you want to send them out as a gift. But uh, the performance or the the monthly is the way to go, dude. We just jam your card up every fucking, I don't know, like the first or the second of every month. And then uh, do p- T-shirts go into print, and we send them out as soon as possible. Uh, last month, I did have a fucking mix-up on sizes. So, like, a handful of the shirts went out fucking late, dude. I, appreci- I apologize, and I appreciate your patience. So... Get back on track this month's shirt. I think we've got it all sorted out and uh, man I hope you got signed up before the first because if you're not signed up I can't guarantee you're gonna get a and b shirt Uh next month's shop you need to sign up for right now. So you do not miss out. I will be releasing Uh that shop in the next couple of weeks Uh Dude, and what's awesome about this is supporting the shops that keep people on the road. And Lowbrow Customs has reached out, and they've been helping me support these shops, and they can support you as well, dude. Check out lowbrowcustoms.com for all your fucking shopper needs. They got wear items. They got custom items. They got tins. They got frames. They got fucking kicker gears. They got tires, oil. They got it all, dude. They got parts from Pat at slay. They got a bunch of small makers from around the country doing a you know, small batch Items, dude. It's, it's really fucking rad. Check out lowbrowcustoms.com. And if you go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com and sign up for the Patreon, there's a Patreon link. Sign up five bucks a month, keeps gas in my fucking fuel tank, keeps this show on the road, and it helps so much. I, I really do mean that. Five bucks goes a long way, especially when gas is almost $5 a gallon, dude. But every month I got a $100 gift card from Lowbrow Customs to give one of my lucky patrons, and I really appreciate it, and, uh, and so does Lowbrow, so it's pretty rad. Uh, we, over the years, we've given away lots of things. One thing that we gave away a few years ago was a trip to Nepal right before the fucking pandemic hit, and uh, we kind of held off on going, but that is back open, dude. Go check out MotorcycleSherpa.com. We are going to ride the Stairway to Heaven the beginning of November this year. And it's going to be fucking epic. I know you're like, oh, a fucking guided tour. I don't know about that. I'm telling you what, it fucking changed me, dude. I've been traveling different ever since going over there with Bear and Booty. If you'll scroll back scroll back, look at Motorcycle Sherpa and Danger Dan on Google, it'll pull up some of the old episodes where you can hear about my trip. Dude, it was it was fucking amazing. It was life-changing. It's a dude, it's an amazing thing that they've made possible to us. So go check out motorcyclesherpa.com and get signed up. I can't imagine there's that many seats left. So dude, knives made by Nick. You know that as soon as I get these challenges tomorrow, I'm gonna fucking send them to you so that you can like while I'm riding my bike, you can like take a look at w- what challenges I've got. You guys don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? Let's get into this podcast. Hey, check out knives made by Nick. This is Nick from the Mez Cal Moto Rally and Rob from the famous Moto Stuka Glove Company. No, I didn't bring any weed. All right. Is that going to be all right? Yeah, it's fine. Right. There's
1: going to be plenty <laughs> of weed in Mexico. Party's over. <laughs> I want to get peyote. Like, <laughs> get some great stories of getting peyote at that.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll get lucky. And, you know, I met this lady. Uh, we were trying to find a town called Real de Catorce. You've been there before?
2: Yeah, many times.
0: And uh, I'm stopping on the way back. On the way there, maybe i was on like, the way there. That's what he said. Uh, I've just fucking found some lady on the side of the road. And she was telling me that we needed to go to some other place down the road a little bit. And I was like, well, we're actually going to Mazatlan or Zacatecas or wherever we were headed. And uh, she was like, oh, well, you can go down and do peyote over here. And I'm like, well, you know, it's just not, that just not happening right now. She's like, all right, well, let's eat peyote right now. <laughs> she just fucking whips out her purse and cracks them open. And the only thing was is she like, chew it right now, you chew it. And she's just looking me dead in the eyes, serious as fuck, like making sure that I bit down on it. And I did and it was pretty amazing. Next thing I'm going through that fucking tunnel, the guys following me were like, you know, that pebble road going up there, I'm on my chopper. It, It quit running like 200 yards going down the pebble road. And all the guys are like, dude, where the fuck are we going? You know, what is this? All their bikes are rattling apart. And I just step back and look at my chopper like, what's wrong? You know, I'm like, oh, it's a fucking, it's got to be a coil wire. Fix it. I don't say anything to anybody. I just let some air out of the tires and then just take off going like 60 miles an hour down that cobblestone road. And, And then next thing you know, we fucking wound up in that mining tunnel. And my headlight wasn't working. I was just using my third eye. (laughs)
3: <laughs> to go through this fucking thing, you know, and then you get to a spot
0: where there's, like, no swinging light. And I'm like, oh, fuck, my headlight is, why am I up front, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I recently acquired uh, six peyote plants. I searched for them for about two years, like live peyote plants. Yeah. Just so they could repopulate. Yeah. I got a little piece of land in Guanajuato in San Miguel. Oh, wow, Cool. So, uh, but I've never done it before. Really? Yeah, i never done it. And, uh, and I'm reluctant to like, cut one of the plants up because they're so fucking rare, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they were expensive, too. I mean, relatively expensive. It was $300 for six plants. Holy
0: shit. But How big are they?
2: Like the size of a pool cue. You know, pool oh, ball, so pool it's a ball. good size. So ball, yeah, so yeah. those are
0: like 10 years old.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, I bought some that are about like, when my kids were born. I got one for each of them like that big, that way by the time they get to like yeah. the coming of age, they'll be ready <laughs> and I'm lie. like putting all my information into them and letting them collect information around the house so that yeah. when they can.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking about going the tea route. I've read that you can turn it into tea mm-hmm. and just kind of getting like a, like a water jug thing, you know, and just having a steady flow of peyote, Yeah, peyote tea.
0: No, just do it. Like just take the, yeah. just eat it especially for the first time you know the the teal like it hits a little quicker it doesn't quite last as long I don't think but like you just want the full dosage to start out with and just go there figure out what it's got for you what you was know? it like which you know that one you know it wasn't much uh
2: well you were still able to ride
0: oh yeah It was like right on the verge where I was like, man, I might have to pull over. But I got all these guys following me at the same time and, you know, I'm kind of leading the pack. So there was a responsibility and it it wasn't, it wasn't like some doses doses I've taken
2: before. So it was manageable.
0: So you got land down in San Miguel?
2: Yeah, about a half acre, like in town, so. Half acre in town is a lot of land. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so for
0: people that are just tuning in, actually nobody's just tuning in, they heard it from the beginning. But Nick, you are responsible for the Mezcal Moto Rally. Who, who,
2: who was the, uh, the creator, the inceptor? Man, actually, uh, my good friend, Brian Callahan. Uh, he actually told me about you, Dan. Brian's the first guy I talked to back in 2019. Yeah, so Brian took a motorcycle trip to Michoacan, the state of Michoacan, pretty far south, like southwest Mexico. And he came back from the trip, and he's like, man, this is so fucking cool, you know. I was worried about all this shit, but it was just chill as fuck, you know. He's like, so he's done a lot of, you know the iron butt thing? Yeah. Yeah, he's done a bunch of those in the U.S., and uh, yeah, he's a pretty, ex- like, pretty experienced rider, but he had minimum. Uh, had he had no Mexico riding before this Mitrocon trip, and he just went with his wife, family trip. Like her, uh, his wife is from their family's from Mitrocon. so he didn't go on his bike. Yeah, he took his bike. Oh, he went on his yeah. bike with his wife. So, yeah, some like Harley something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> pretty reliable bike though. Um, anyway. He came back and he's like, dude, it's so fucking cool. Like, more people should do this. And so we started talking. Oh, I got, you know, I mean, I I'd, I'd ridden a lot in Mexico, but not like a tour or anything. I have a bike in Mexico. When I go down there to work, I just ride around. But uh, we were t- like, yeah, maybe we should do a group ride or something. And then we were like, yeah, we should go. We should ride. All, we should ride down. And I had just gone to Oaxaca before that. So we're like, we should ride to Oaxaca and go to some of the, uh, palenques where they make the mezcal. Yeah. And we and then we get like we started drinking a bunch of mezcal, talking about it, and we're like, "Fuck, man! What if it was a race?" And the original concept for the rally, the original concept, it's exactly 24 hours to get from Austin to Oaxaca. So the original concept was like, "Let's just go straight, like <laughs> no, don't stop. Let's do the solid 24 hours." Right. Right. Well, yeah. Like,
0: you guys were drinking mezcal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and
2: he... <laughs> that's and then, a great idea. So we were we were drinking a bunch of mezcal. We we'd both ridden around Mexico a lot. He did the like those long distance iron iron butt things. Mm-hmm. So we're just like fuck, man. Let's just ride the whole fucking thing, 24 hours, make a long weekend, and ride right back. And we talked to a few people about it, and everyone was like, no, no, but <laughs> no. <laughs> but a lot no. of people wanted to go. But we were also like, yeah, they were like, don't promote it, but let's do it. Yeah, yeah, thing. but but. uh yeah, so everyone was like, no, nah, let's do it in a few days. But Brian and I also, uh, we don't really do group rides. We actually, I don't think we've ever, either of us have ever really done like a group ride, mm-hmm. a tour. We always do uh, solo rides. Even when we ride together, we keep like a few miles between us. <laughs>
3: really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, I think we both really appreciate uh, the solitude. You know, you're riding alone. Uh, so we're like, all right, well, if, if we're going to do this thing, if we're going to bring other people, How do we keep everybody kind of isolated in solitude and not, not a group thing. And, uh, so we came up with this concept of doing the rally race and the rally challenges would provide opportunities to keep everyone broken up and not have a group ride. Um, yeah. And and like, again, the reason behind that was we both appreciate so much, like not only riding alone, but man, riding alone in an environment that you're not familiar with language that you're not familiar with yeah, and just figuring it out man on your own yeah. like really on your own yeah it's a yeah it's a real it's a real adventure yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so I would say like Brian came up with the majority of the concept and I'm very much like a follow-through person you know man I get something like I'm really obsessive about shit so I'm obsessive I, about fun shit yeah so <laughs> and, I mean next day I mean I like kind of you know, made all that shit official, uh, open up an LLC for it website and dude, we sold out in fucking like three Oh, as soon as weeks. I heard about it. Yeah. Three soon weeks. As soon as I heard about it. Sold out. Through, and we did no, man, no advertising, like even your podcast, man, you know, like I was like, oh, we got to get this guy Dan and Brian's like, yeah, let's get Dan and we'll get more people joining the ride. Uh, but yeah, even like, and before all that, man, just like so much fucking interest in it. Uh. And then you know. Well, everybody
0: wants to ride to Mexico. Everybody wants to go on an adventure like that. Yeah. But nobody wants to go by themselves. And they also need like an excuse, a reason, like a support system. You know, what you guys, you know.
1: Well, what 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 makes it what makes it scary is that you don't know what to expect. But you guys have done it a bunch, and so here's an opportunity for people to sort of get their feet wet and get a chance to do it. Yeah. So
2: the hope is we want to take away a little bit of the not the fear factor. Like we want that to be very relevant. Like we want people to, man, we want people to not know what the fuck is going on around them. But at the same time, we want everyone to know that it's doable. Yeah. Uh, It's not out of reach. So our concept is kind of like we're providing just enough for you to feel comfortable riding into Mexico. And we're not providing enough to where you're going to be completely safe.
0: I mean, I feel like the information that I've got from you guys has been way more than I ever had, and I've done it before. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've learned more from you guys about traveling into Mexico than I learned from traveling into Mexico uh yeah man I mean so so now the way I understand it now tell me if I'm wrong, but we got. You know, first, we're leaving Austin, first stop, Saltillo, Saltillo, San Miguel, San Miguel, Oaxaca. Yeah. And in between, say, Austin and San Miguel, or Austin and Saltillo,
2: Saltillo, Saltillo. Mm-hmm. Leg One,
0: there's like other places along the route that we can go to, what, take a photo to get more points. I mean, is it still a race? I mean, w- uh,
2: yeah, it's a rally race. So, day one, and so it's, a, it's actually a themed rally race. Okay. Um, so do we get that on the morning
1: of kickstands up, the morning of we take off? We get a package that says, here's, here's your opportunity to make extra points along the way if you go and get a picture with this guy or whatever like they do in the whole Iron Butt thing.
2: Yeah, so it's a three-day rally race. Day one, as you said, Austin and Saltillo. Day two, Saltillo to San Miguel. Day three is San Miguel to Oaxaca. And each day is going to be themed. Uh, so, kind of like the tagline of the race, it's, uh, it's, it's a challenge of wit, strength, and endurance. endurance yeah. Day one is wit, day two is strength, and day three is endurance. And the rally challenges are going to be based on those themes. So, day one is the wit theme. You're going to have these challenges that require like, some creative thinking, figuring shit out. And day two is the uh, strength day. Challenges will be relevant to strength, and then day three, the longest day, yeah. a fucking hard ass day of riding, it's gonna be over ten hours, yeah, and that's your endurance day. Uh, so yeah, challenges are are in line with those themes of the days. Every day there's gonna be twelve challenges,
3: whoa, Shit. and
2: you don't have to accept them all, but <laughs> that's good. Uh, time is also gonna be uh, time is also gonna be point uh, points given for time. So if you acquire more points than the fastest person, then you'll get more points than the fastest person. And every night we're going to have a party at our destinations. And every night we're going to announce like who the most badass person was that day. Whoever got the most points. And then in Oaxaca, we tally it all up and the winner of the entire event's announced. <laughs> who the fuck? Did you run this idea by? It said no. Yeah, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, everybody said yes to this idea. Oh. People said no to the idea of doing oh, the, the whole thing. in the 20- twenty-four okay. Yeah, <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, the original idea was, it's a little bit go- too much iron butt in that. Yeah, yeah, the original idea is it's twenty-four hours to get there, like on Google Maps. Yeah. So let's just race and see who can get there the fastest. That was the original idea, but the downside to that was you don't see shit. Like you mm-hmm. just. Fucking hauling ass with your eyes well, I mean, on the finish even,
0: line. Even, I mean, just the route that you guys have planned, there's, I mean, that's a lot of mileage, miles uh, to cover. Yeah, days. Yeah, days. It's, yeah. it's not a still, beginner's. I mean, thing. I'm still wondering how Rob's gonna make it to Saltillo.
1: Oh, see, so you, you know what? You had to go night. there, didn't you? Like, you have, I have you, to. You fucking had to go I there. I
0: have to go there. I mean, yeah. because we went from the border to Saltillo in one day. Now I was riding with the group and we were, you know, taking advantage of every stop and, you know. I might have taken a couple of wrong turns. Uh, <laughs> but you know, that was a full day of riding, going from, you know, Beaumont to Saltillo. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, yeah, some people might not make it. <laughs> I mean, they might not. Uh, some people just might be like, fuck man, this is too much riding, and it's too fucking hot, and the wind's pushing me around or whatever, and they just might not make it. Like, oh, pull over awesome. and get a fucking hotel, whatever. That's awesome. I'll catch you on the way back. <laughs> yeah. So right now we have a total of fifteen registered racers, and we have eight people on standby. Uh, that are just waiting for a uh, if somebody, somebody to drops drop. out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I know Moira. Uh, she, yeah, she, she dropped, dropped out. Yeah. I, saw, I went into the post office
2: two days ago, and she was in there. We got to talking, and
1: yeah, yeah, that's was, sad.
2: Yeah, and we she's got she's cool. Some guy from San Antonio ended up taking. He was the top of the waiting list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he ended up picking up her spot.
0: So how did you decide 15 was the top? Was that like logistics of Pretty a chase easy. vehicle? Hotel rooms. Hotel Everywhere room.
2: we're staying. I've stayed in all the hotels we're staying in and we're renting out full hotels. And the hotels are like old houses yeah. and converted to hotels. Uh, and for some reason, uh, 15s like, that's just how many people fit. No so shit. Uh, yeah, early, early on we knew it was gonna be capped at 15. Then we got a road crew, five people. Road crew is not gonna be staying in the hotels. They're staying in an Airbnb next to the hotel, mm-hmm. but they'll be there for all our parties. Cool. Five person road crew is primarily just two drivers, one videographer, my wife who tallies all the points from everyone, mm-hmm. and a chef. Damn. A chef? Gotta have a chef.
0: Fuck, I like the way this guy travels. <laughs> this dude. is starting
1: to play yeah. out pretty well. Yeah, this is all stuff we didn't know. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I mean, we n- neither of us have been to any of the, like the racer meetings, the meetups. Every time you guys yeah. had
1: one, I had a show somewhere. Yeah. And so I was up in Cleveland for one that we had, and then I was in uh, I was in Baltimore for the for the other one that you guys just had. So I haven't I haven't been able to meet no. anybody. I haven't been able to hear any of the information.
2: Uh, yeah. So um, we had to choose. We only had room in the van because we're carrying. So much cargo. We only had room in the van for five people, plus one extra seat in case someone bri- breaks down. Yeah. Breaks. yeah. Yeah. So we had to choose between a chef and a musician. Oh, it's got a. Uh, <laughs> well, he's a musician. I'll fucking play some he's music. He's a musician. For you. Oh, you sweet, man. It. All right. Dude, load your instruments up in the van with your accordion no. or whatever it is you no. Play. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I'll play whatever's at the, the hotel. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. So uh, are, you, are you guys Mezcal drinkers? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cool. not seriously, but yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'll drink whatever. I'll drink <laughs> anything. I'll <laughs> drink anything.
0: Yeah, so how did the mezcal play into this? I mean, we're staying at a Just mezcal Oaxaca, farm at Oaxaca, the end?
2: Right. Uh, man, the mezcal part was mostly because, man, so it was. there were two things. There were two options, basically. Um, Oaxaca is obviously huge with mezcal and it's becoming such a like mainstream beverage uh, but as mainstream and it's like as familiar as we are with it um, Dude, there's people all over the world that like have no idea they never tasted it, you know, maybe they never even heard of it, man, right? so it's got so much cool potential and Like I'm a major like, I'm a big-time advocate of like promoting all kinds of Mexican stuff Yeah, and I saw a lot of potential in just spreading the word about mezcal um, and I was like man We need uh, somebody to support this event, (laughs) so uh, I was like, shit, let's let's look into some mezcal sponsors. Uh, We had a bunch of them approach us early on. We selected Susto Mezcal as our sponsor, uh, primarily because they're based out of Austin. There's not a lot of mezcal companies that are headquartered in Austin. Mm -hmm. There's two right now that I know of, Um, but uh, uh, yeah, Susto was cool, man, and the Mezcal's great. The, you know, the actual, is that what pricey. is in the,
1: the, the uh, flasks oh, yeah. that were sent out? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They provided, they've given us like a lot of mezcal. Yeah. Like, Cause I, I've, yeah. I've already, I've yeah, I'm done, I'm done with that one. Uh, yeah. I got a bottle of it right now. Also, <laughs> um, if y'all are feeling adventurous, always, uh, So Susto. Yeah. And then the other option was, there's another very niche. Like I think in the next maybe 20 years, 10, 20 years, it's called posh. Posh. P-O-X. And Posh is a corn-based liquor from uh, Chiapas. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when Brian and I, early times, you know, we were planning this whole thing out, we were like, man, let's ride to Chiapas. But that's that's like 10 hours beyond Oaxaca. It's literally like on the Guatemala-Mexico border. Well, maybe it's the next one, right? Dude, maybe it's the next one. It's so far. If like this one goes <laughs> off and it's and it's
1: yeah. super successful and people dig it. and
0: Well, so I went through, uh, I went to Durango last year. And on the way to Durango, there was a bunch of mezcal farms, tequila farms. And I bought some on the side of the road with a scorpion in the bottom. And it was like, <clears throat> there was like this little town, a bunch of street vendors. And then there was this one particular guy set up. Outside of city limits, like he was right next to the sign, like, but it was pretty obvious that he wasn't allowed in the city, and he had this, uh, you know, these plastic bottles, but that mezcal—it <laughs> was like bathtub mezcal, like you know, yeah. probably like the old recipe that you just make at your house, yeah, or the or moonshine. the shit that we—it was drink like when the we
1: moonshine in, when we were teenagers, and it was nasty.
0: No, this this is just potent. Yeah, it's just potent. Yeah. What's So what exactly is mezcal? I guess that's what I'm getting at.
2: Oh, well, uh, mezcal is like the... So people very often refer to the maguey plant, which is like a big cactus, uh, as the cousin of the agave. Okay. Agave is, of course, the big prickly plant-looking thing that is used to make tequila. And in the case of tequila, it's specifically blue agave. Um, There's a lot of agaves in Texas, uh, but so tequila agave is a maguey, but a maguey is not necessarily an agave. Agave is like the bigger kind of the bigger category. Okay. Agave is the whole big genre of it all. Right. And tequila is just one. I'm sorry. It's like uh, a subspecies. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the agave is just one style of the maguey. The maguey is just like a. It's just like a bigger, nastier version of the agave. Uh, and it's fucking huge. It's like the size of a fucking Volkswagen Beetle. Damn. Um, yeah. And much like tequila, I mean, it's processed very similarly. You, you cut off all the paddles. You're left with this bulb that kind of looks like the a pineapple and then you burn it up and ferment it, crush it down, burn it, crush it, ferment it. And then you get, um, yeah, then you get mezcal. So there's a smoky flavor to mezcal that you don't have in tequila. And that's primarily because of the burning process. Um, Tequila bulbs or agave bulbs to make tequila, they're also fired. But they're fired in like a more mm, uh, curated kind of way. They're usually like in some kind of gas oven or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mezcal, uh, it's, it's, it's way more crude. I mean, there's just people like just.
0: So now Susto, do they make it in Austin? Or is it made in Mexico and they're just got a headquarters and office?
2: In Austin. Well, you were talking earlier about Durango. Yeah. And having mezcal made in Durango. So because of the rising popularity of mezcal, so tequila can only be made in this very specific region within the state of Jalisco. Kind of like champagne, right? Champagne, right. Yeah. So tequila is only made in this specific region. The same thing was with mezcal. You could only make mezcal in specific regions in and around Oaxaca. But because of the rising popularity of it and lobbyists or whatever in Mexico, the Mexican government just last year, they expanded that region significantly. Like, it's there's a lot of Mexico that can officially make mezcal now. Mm. Okay.
0: So where is Susto made?
2: In oh, Oaxaca? Oaxaca? In Oaxaca, Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, Susto's made in Oaxaca. Their headquarters is in Austin. Um, not only is it made in... Kind of weird, man. Like, there's so many weird-ass Liquor, alcohol laws. So Susto is made in Oaxaca. Their headquarters is in Austin. But we can't buy Susto in Mexico. Their production is made exclusively for export. So, and then, so for this whole fucking rally, like every party, right, we're having all this mezcal and we're having Susto, of course. So, are we bringing it with us? Dude, I'm having a, like... (laughs) I. Uh, You're bringing sand I get, to the beach? So I've been taking, yeah, I've been taking Mezcal to Mexico for the last, like, the last probably four trips. No way. I'm taking it in. You're stashing stashing it? Mexico. I'm stashing it. And they're like, do you have anything to declare? This is the Mexican customs in Mexico. They're like, get anything to declare. And I'm like, no. And they're like, then they're like, well, let's look in your car. And they pull the Mezcal out. And I'm like. Oh, yeah. yeah right. I'm, I'm bringing, but it was made. Do I have to pay a tax? And that?" And uh, in, in the end, they're just like, just fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: man. OK, so back to back to the race, the rally race. I mean, have you given us all the details that you can give us today about, like, the challenges and what kind of challenges we're going to face over the three days? And I don't, wanna, like, well,
2: yeah, I I don't want to, like, get more information toilet, but- than the rest of the racers. I mean, very seriously, though, man, like, I really struggle with the challenges. So, yeah, I'm writing all the challenges up and I know and I'm basing the challenges on two things, like my own experiences of all the writing I've done in Mexico and the things that I've done where I'm just like, fuck, man. Somebody's got to see more this. people should experience yeah. this, you know, um, so, so that's that's, that, that's why I paid the money. That's dude, why I'm doing this. that's the primary is, one is that that uh, is because that. Of, like it's shit where it's just like it's taken me like 10 years of riding through the same shit over and over and just to have this one experience i'm like "Fuck, dude this is awesome so i'm basing challenges on that but at the same time i got to balance it out man because there's two things that i'm trying to avoid like i don't want anyone to go to jail i don't want anyone to die right right so i don't want to like say hey go do this shit and then someone ends up getting totally fucked up right so that's hard i mean you're
0: already fucking pushing the limits by Racing into Mexico.
2: Racing into Mexico with a liquor-themed race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What could possibly go yeah. wrong? Now, I mean that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking questionable. In it, invite a guy named Danger Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, I'm basing it a lot on. I mean, primarily it's like the shit I've done that I fucking thought was so badass, other people should experience it. But then I'm balancing it out with like, fuck, I don't want anybody in trouble. And then the other thing is, and this is kind of serious also, is like. Uh, I don't want to like include a bunch of like, I don't know, man, like stereotypical shit, you know. Like I don't want to include like wear a poncho and take a picture next to a, a, a Federale zebra. on a donkey, yeah. you know. Shit. It's like that shit is so fucking played out in like you know 1990s. Yeah. Three amigos. So
0: the, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> excited because I really thought it was gonna be just like points on a map where it was like go take a picture with your bike at this statue. You know, like, just things to throw us off course. But it sounds like you put in a little bit more thought and oh, effort into... Oh, fuck yeah. You, Dude,
2: this is, like, enjoying elements of Mexico, man, that you would probably never even encounter uh, if you hadn't done the shit a hundred times. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and then... But the problem is, man, and there's, like, a lot of cool shit that, it, like... I just can't put in that fucking little book, man. Oh, I fucking can only imagine. Because, I mean, dude, someone's going to go to jail. So how long have you been riding in Mexico? (laughs) 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 Uh, My first ride in Mexico, well, I mean, I actually traveled to Mexico a lot. And then I would just ride motorcycles around Mexico for a long time. But I started, actually, man, I started touring Mexico on a bicycle. Because I didn't have a motorcycle. And I had a bike. And I was just like... Pedaling like the you're fuck Just like everywhere. while you're down
0: there on work, you no, dude.
2: One time I went from Austin all the way to Guanajuato. Come on, no way. Uh, yeah, man. Twenty days, and then, uh, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna keep going." And I went to Mazatlan bicycle from Durango, and actually, dude, did cool. the, yeah, the Devil's Backbone? I don't on know a what bicycle? they call it, but I think that's the, it. The, yeah, yeah, the, the, the twisty yeah, whiny thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. So well, f- between Durango and Mazatlan, there's a town called El Salto. Uh, El El Salto, and the uh, the elevation of El Salto is like um, it's like seven thousand feet above sea level, but you're only one hundred and eighty miles from the sea. Yeah. So you're like higher than fucking Denver, Colorado. You're one hundred and eighty miles from the sea, so it's just one hundred and eighty miles of insane downhill. Oh shit! So and I'm on a old it's insane, trek bicycle. Dude, I've
3: done it.
0: On a bike, a motorcycle. Yeah,
2: I on a fucking bicycle. And I went 180 miles in one day, probably like 10, 11 hours, <laughs> like nonstop downhill, uh, just with like an 18 wheeler in front of me and an 18 wheeler behind me and just fucking hauling ass downhill.
0: Fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, as much fun as I've had on uh, motorbikes in Mexico, man, like that's the coolest fucking ride I've ever done in Mexico Shit. on two wheels um yeah that's pretty fucking sick yeah, yeah man that's, that's yeah but that was like 20 years ago and like 40 pounds ago
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how old are you shit. guys
2: 37 37
0: oh, you're you, not 37 you no. look so
1: much older than that <laughs> yeah man. dude it's hard living yeah it's hard I, living that's hard <laughs> living, living
0: there's no I'm, I'm
2: 57 oh dude you look way younger than hey that. Yeah, see that, like that. Shit. it's because I've never done anything
3: <laughs>
2: <That's> just... <laughs> yeah man I'm right between you guys I'm 42 awesome yeah so I'm noticing uh so I'm, we have the 15 riders almost everyone is probably between y'all's age like yeah mid-30s to mid-50s yeah. everybody riding Unfortunately, we only have one uh, female rider. Yeah. And I was yeah, hoping I, for a little more diversity. Yeah. It would
1: be it would be great to have a bunch yeah. of women on the trip.
2: Yeah. Oh, shit. Another cool thing about um, the rides, at every one of our uh, parties every night, we got a bunch of people from those cities that are going to be riding their bikes just to hang oh, out and party with us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, oh one more major thing also I forgot. Uh, so... I hooked up with this videographer video team or whatever and so there was like basically no profit in this whole thing like whatever people are paying which I think it was like $500, five hundred dollars five fifty or whatever uh, there's almost no profit all the money went to hotels food mezcal and the support vehicle uh, but there was a little bit of money left over where I was like <laughs> I was basically like if somebody needs to get their bike shipped back or something, we can use this money. But then I was like, no. A video is more important. Yeah. It is. Oh, no, it's totally more important. <laughs> so we got this video team and they're gonna be making like a a documentary. Sick. Off the video of the whole of the whole fucking event.
0: It's I mean, dude, t- today, twenty twenty two, it's it's I wouldn't say it's not worth doing if you're not going to video it, but it's pretty close. You know, like to do something of this magnitude <sighs> yeah. with all the work you put into it. yeah. To not bring somebody along to really capture it the best yeah. they can. And, so,
1: and to be honest, you know, a year from now, two years from now, I'm going to watch that video. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm going to sit down, I'm going to drink some mezcal, yeah. and I'm going to watch the video.
0: Yeah. yeah, I raced the Mint uh, last year, the Mint 400 on a Sportster. And, uh, you know, I don't have a YouTube channel. I don't have, I don't do videos, but I wanted that to be documented. So I hit up my friends that have a YouTube video, and they're trying to, like, you know, promote views. And I was like, hey, just come down and and videotape us, you know? Like, I just want, I just want this to be captured, you know? Like, I just want it to be saved in a way that I can view and share. And, uh, you know, I am so glad that they came and did that, you know? Like, how was that the mint? You do much off-road? No.
2: 10% of my riding is off-road.
0: It was fucking insane.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it would have been insane on a dirt bike. Hey, why a like sports Like a real sir, dirt man? bike.
2: Why a sports bike? Well,
0: because anybody could do it on a dirt bike. We did it yeah. on a 1985 Ironhead. <laughs> <laughs> to make things worse. Oh, shit. What are you riding on the ride? That Harley? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that Gator I sent you that picture of. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: You're doing the bmw see the
0: thing is is that you know my chopper i know inside now i've been all over the place on it i can work on it i can welch you know it even if it breaks like they've got like they're keeping vehicles running in mexico with the things i need to keep my chopper running yeah and I, there's just a lot of confidence in that chopper that thing's got a computer yeah. You know, if the battery does something weird, jacks on my computer, then that's like mm. you know, like I don't know. Yeah. Then that's the first year of that bike. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to take Did you that, buy that bike. Yeah. Yeah? How much? Yeah, that was like twenty five out the door. Actually Jesus. my buddy's uh my buddy Randall bought it for me.
2: Damn. Yeah. Twenty five, man. How much you have in that BMW? I paid 8 for it. 8? Yeah. Yeah. So. You see, 25 seems
0: cheap to me <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> okay. Think about what a brand new truck cost 20 years ago. 20 years ago? 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And think about what a brand new truck costs now. Doubled in price, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, you
3: yeah. yeah.
0: Has a brand new motorcycle doubled in price yet? Mm-hmm. No. Mm, I guess not. No, it hadn't.
2: Yeah. You happy with it?
0: I've been pretty fucking stoked with it. Yeah? Yeah, I put it through its paces multiple times. You know, one thing I'm not stoked about is, like, the support system. You know, like, it's just more of a... It's new. You know, it's just brand new. So, like, the dealers, the mechanics, just the support system's not Mm -hmm. as familiar with that bike as they are... You know, whatever the fuck else it is they work on. But, you know, I bought it because I want to support Harley going in that direction. I never thought they would yeah. ever put out a, a new bike that I would mm-hmm. want, you know. And then they did yeah. that, and I'm like...
2: So you've been doing the off-road Harley thing for a while.
0: No, I just... I just... No, I just ride... I mean, with
2: your bikes, though? Like, building up shit, you know, and... I mean, I've done it, it a couple times yeah. just
0: because of the... Just because it's fun and because you can, yeah. and
2: there's like... Hey, what was your first bike? My first bike? Yeah. Shit, you remember? Yeah, it was a
0: Yamaha 125, enduro. It's like a 78, 79, yeah. 73, fuck, I don't know. It was a my Yamaha 60. Yamaha Yama- 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 60. Yama-
1: 60. And I got it, I got it 50 years ago. It was my first bike. And I have not, not That's had- seven years old? Yeah. And Damn. I was not, I have not, not had a bike since then. So since seven, eight years old, I've always had a
2: motorcycle. That's My something. first one was a CR500. Oh, shit, CR that's a real motorcycle.
0: Holy shit. It was the <laughs> cowboy killer. A CR500?
2: Yeah, first bike. What was that, 90s? First bike, uh, 80, 87, I think.
0: Oh, man, yeah. dude. Yeah. I rode one of those when I was, like, fucking 13, like, before I was ever even, you know. I was just getting familiar with a two-stroke 80, and then I got on a 500 and was like, "What in the fuck could anybody need this for?"
2: Pretty bad idea, man. Like (laughs) the—I don't know if they sold a lot of those. Oh, dude! Like who the fuck would buy that?
0: Dude, that bike is (laughs) so—I would love to have one of those right now. (laughs) My buddy just rebuilt a or refurbished a KX 500, you know, and it's just fucking monster, man. Hey, can I get another beer? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll be right back. Anyone refill? Yeah. 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 Brand? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so did do so uh, we? Did he answer all your questions yet? No, not yet. But we still got time, right? Well, that's <laughs> what i was talking about. What, what, what else?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I I, lo- I love the idea of not knowing everything. You know, let's just go down there and just see what happens. Yeah. I don't need to know everything. See, everybody's got these tricks for popping the things off. Of
0: Cause everybody's a professional except for you. I know, I suck.
2: Yeah, there was one. There actually still actually. You uh, have a lighter? Yeah, there's one big question that I kind of had. Still not answered, man, for the kind of organizing of everything. So we got these rally kits, you know, and part of the romanticism of riding in this unknown territory and, you know, you were just saying a minute ago, yeah. right? Like, you don't want to know everything. So I don't want to give the rally kits out in advance um, or in too much too much notice because you don't want people to, like, You don't want to plan it out so much, you know, that Mm -hmm. it becomes routine. Um, But at the same time, so basically, I don't know if we should give the rally packets out the morning of or the night before. Like, I kind of feel like the morning of is dramatic. You know, it's like you don't know. It's just like, do I stop and have a coffee and figure this shit out? Do I just fucking gun it, man, and go for it? And when I have to pee, I'll stop and look at the packet. Mm -hmm. Right. Stop it for breakfast, yeah. whatever. But then giving it out the night before is cool, too, because, like, we're going to be at this party, right? Or the night before. Yeah. You, and get, you could be looking over your shit with somebody else, like, oh, shit, maybe I'll do this one, maybe I'll do this one.
0: I mean, yeah, there's a couple ways to play that. Yeah, you could do that. You could give it out at the beginning of the party, and I think that it'll, it'll ruin the party. That's true. Yeah, that might happen too. <laughs> you know, like, nothing like, will ruin yeah, it, but it that? would change. Because everybody's going
2: to be sitting well, down. Well, because everybody's going to be like. Get their maps out. You know, like yeah. pull
0: out their cell phones and look at whatever. You know, and like, my
2: hope for the party is like, everyone's like, this is what happened to me today. You know, like what I just went through. Whereas if we give the packets out the night of the party, every, no one's going to talk about that. They're going to talk about, fuck, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, you got to give them out in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my thought. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, it might be a little bit more dangerous because people will be thinking about that, yeah. wanting to look at that shit, ride their bike, you know. Uh.
1: What do you think, Rob? But yeah, I think. What's that? What's your opinion? Uh, my opinion is or my, 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 my opinion is is the morning. Mm. I I I just I love the fact that you know we're gonna get, we're all gonna meet up in Austin, we get all our shit, and we go. Yeah.
2: Cool, man. All right, well that settles it.
1: <laughs> Perfect,
0: dude.
2: This is the funny thing, also about it being the first year. Yeah, it's like so. I'm doing. I'm doing. We're doing it every year, from now on. It's going to so, be every year. I mean,
0: <clears throat> who's who's a part of the planning team? Mm.
2: <clears throat> Me, my wife, and Amanda. The three of us are pretty much doing everything. Unfortunately, Brian, uh, he's not able to go this year. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not going. I met him at the one of those. Things too.
1: He's yeah, a good
2: dude. He's like he goes to a lot of motorcycle stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, all the meetups and whatever. Uh, yeah, he's not going this year, but. Mm. So Brian and I, Brian and I, we kind of came up with the concept, and then me, my wife, and Amanda, piece the whole thing together. Um, my contribution is primarily just like the riding experience. Yeah and figuring out where we're going, how we're getting there, what the challenges are. My wife is really organized. Like she
1: what, what, is, what is your wife's name?
2: Janan, spelled with a C, C A N E. Yeah, okay, I met her at that Johnna, I met her yeah. at that that uh, that thing that we went
1: to that vodka place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. very first yeah, time like that 8 we years all, ago. Yeah,
2: which seems like that, yeah. Yeah, so she's doing all the organizing, uh, booking the hotels, she's going to be tallying all the rally points like real time receiving them from riders. And then Amanda, she's just like kind of a recruiter, you know, she's the most social person I've probably ever met in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So you meet her and then you're like, where do I register? Right. Uh, so yeah, the three of us. Um, and and then of course we all drink a lot of mezcal. Um, yeah, man, so that's pretty much the whole team. And I'm hoping, man, it'd be fucking cool if, like, next year or in upcoming years, we can open it up to more riders. Dude, I'm thinking, like, a 50-person ride would be fucking insane.
0: Well, that was gonna be my next question, is like, <clears throat> how do you see this growing?
2: <clears throat> so Because, because it's I mean, I, inevitable.
0: I mean, I think yeah. that just what you've put out there already has got people on my radar all across the country.
1: I've been, I've been talking to people at shows. Hey, I'm doing this thing, and everybody does the exact same thing. Their eyes get real big, and they're like, how can I do this? Well, I've, I've talked to people that already know about it, and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, just curious, you know.
0: First year, kind of like first year motorcycle. You know, you want to see how it kind of plays out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, really the number is wherever you want to cap it.
2: Yeah, it's it's The inevitable. logistics. Yeah, so I would say the like, what I don't want to happen though, I don't want this to turn into a group ride, you know? I've done, like I've, I see a lot of group rides in Mexico. They're cool, you know? Um, but man, like in my personal experience, um, man, like riding through Mexico alone is, uh, you know, either alone or with one other person, you know? Yeah. It's, um, there's nothing like it, man. Yeah. Like really yeah. not knowing, uh, the next town, you know, like, is there going to be gas there? Is there not? Who am I going to meet when I stop for lunch? Yeah. I mean, all that shit is.
1: Oh, yeah. I went. To, I love uh, sit down, <clears> sitting throat> down throat> in
2: a restaurant and yeah. not knowing what the yeah. fuck's and, on the menu. <laughs> I yeah. love that. And, like, that all goes away, man, when you, like, walk into that restaurant and you're with, like, 15 yeah. people that you already know. And you're well, then at the also, table. like,
0: the the strangers don't approach you. Mm-hmm. It's harder to interact with the people when you've got a group. You know, I went down to Copper Canyon with my buddy Kickstart Mike and just the two of us, man, it was... What's his name? No. Kickstart Mike? He's you have a nickname
1: good. also? He's a good dude. I do not have a nickname. You know? hey, Maybe uh, after the trip.
2: Who knows? Yeah, can, can we all get nicknames? Can we? <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this way. I'll figure one out. Danger Dan? I'm cautious. Uh, cautious Rob. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a different
0: experience. I went down last year with four other guys. And that was a different experience than going down with Mike. And, uh, you know, I honestly almost brought my own video guy along with me. You know, I wasn't oh, even going to run it by anybody. Yeah. I was just going to be like, well, you know, this guy. Yeah. Hey,
2: dude, whatever Whatever you were going to pay him, just give it to my person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going
0: to pay him. Like, this is you a just great Dan, opportunity, Dan,
1: right? you, you, man. You just met
2: Dan, Dan doesn't pay for things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this, this is man. Rob's
2: Bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give out one rally challenge right now. I'm going to just go. Uh, oh, time. shit. Right, uh, Write it A down. little teaser. Okay. OK, so one rally challenge is uh, at one of the parties, there's going to be a guest, maybe multiple guests. And if you take that guest to the next city, then you will acquire more rally points as a passenger. Take, take this person. Wow. As a passenger. And uh, do we know who the person is? And do we know or no, maybe I mean, it's not a person. Saying if you, you can
0: take anybody not, from one party to the next party. yeah.
2: Basically, that's it. Somebody's going to show up at the party. And if you can get that person to get on your bike and just ride to another city very spontaneously, <laughs> and these are probably going to be people that live in that city, yeah, wherever we're having the party, uh, and they'll figure out their own shit, you know, you like the the responsibility to get the points is just get that person to the next party. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So that's just so, one. So, kid, oh, so kidnapping man. is in yeah. there.
0: So when you were accepting uh, the applications, were you ex- accepting people signing up? Did you do any like checks? Was there any like, uh, we you had know, hey, f- let's, let's take in 50 applications and then let's pick 15 of these. Or was it like the first come first serve?
2: Um, so we had the, like, the official criteria And that was that you had to have at least five years of riding experience and minimum of a 600cc bike. Yeah. So that was like, on paper, that was the official, whatever. Um, And we had, we turned away probably 10 people because they were like, I just got a Ninja 300. Can I ride this race? So those people got turned away, uh, you know, like very politely or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're like, get a little more experience, get a bigger bike. Come next year. Yeah, Yeah, check it out next year. Uh, so that was official, but then unofficially, um, man, like, we really tried to get more female riders, and it's mm-hmm. kind of disappointing that we have only one female rider. And I mean, like, I think that's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, but With, out of a, if you're only taking fifteen yeah. on a race across international yeah. borders, I mean, what? I mean, yeah, you know, short of like handicapping people and. Yeah. And bringing him on. Well, Amanda's One's good to go, good. right?
2: I mean, she's like—is Amanda she's, the one? Yeah, yeah. She's oh, got Amanda's the shit that's together, it? right? Yeah, that's it. Just Amanda. She she oh rides man, a lot. I
0: got another yeah. one, fucking chomping at the
1: bits.
2: Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so yeah, unofficially, that was kind of like the unofficially. I wanted more women to come on the ride, just because, like, I think that's the, I think that's a really cool growing demographic of rider right now. Is just, I mean, yeah. Women who can do the same shit that, like, fucking is associated to, you know, men doing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: um, Yeah, I mean, women have been doing this shit for a long time.
2: Yeah. There's
0: just not as many of them doing it.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, anyway, as far as rally challenges, um, that's the only one I'm going to give away right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but you'll have 12 opportunities every day The majority of the points is given to the time, whoever gets there the fastest. And, but it's very possible to beat the fastest person with points by accomplishing shit.
0: (laughs) Now, this will be real time, like. Oh, yeah. As it happens, you send in something, or it's like when you get there in the evening time, you provide proof. No,
2: to get the point, you have to, to get the points, you've got to submit it within 30 minutes of it happening.
3: Oh, wow, okay.
2: Yeah, so this whole the, the, the whole like documentary thing also, um, the, the film teams, they're gonna be on the road in the support vehicle, and they're gonna be at the destinations. And all the riders are gonna be so spread out, we were like, man, how can we get some of that like legit footage, you know, people like not only riding, but right. trying to accomplish the challenges. So all the challenges they're going to be. Um, you submit your challenge by video, and your video will be used for the documentary. So you submit it in real time. Yeah.
1: So hey, I just completed this yeah. challenge. I get my phone out and I said, "Hey, I'm yeah. I'm at mile marker such and such. I just did this, and then I email it to or I text yeah. it to you, yeah. You think there's the mile markers in Mexico?
2: <clears throat> you know them. Yeah. yeah. Kilometer markers. I mean,
0: there might be. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah um that's all the good stuff you know then i got like some concerns also even though pretty much everyone going like we said earlier uh i mean everyone's got at least at least five years experience most people have like over 10 years riding experience yeah and you know everyone's like pretty mature they've got experience like working on their bikes and stuff and everything but um yeah man like my 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 biggest concern is People um, getting pulled over and just having to deal with, like, laws that they're not familiar with. Yeah. That's my biggest concern, man, is someone calling me up being like, man, my bike got impounded and I'm in jail. I mean, my biggest concern
0: always in Mexico is the federales. Like, those, you know, they're just people you can't really argue with to some degree,
2: you know? Like, they're... But, man, for real, though, like... (laughs) I mean, if you just... And this is, like, a funny thing to say for a race but if you if you don't speed <laughs> you're you're going to be all right like dude you, you could be riding with like a beer in a cup holder on your gas tank and the cops will be like whatever mm-hmm. but if you're doing you know 15 miles over the speed limit then they're going to harass the fuck out of you yeah, yeah. i'm going to be fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> slow and steady <laughs> with a doseki's that's right <laughs> So that's why I'm putting more emphasis on the challenges. completing challenges than the speed. The challenges sound exciting. Sounds fun.
0: Yeah, man. I can't wait to see what they are.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to be pretty fucking obscure, man. It's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's a lot.
0: 36. Yeah. Yeah, you had to get creative. I mean, you
2: don't have to do them all. You don't have to do any of them, you know? Yeah. I think we had a couple of people that have already commented, like, they're just going to... So we have... Just try and make it to each destination? Yeah, we got four people, or I guess two couples or pairs or whatever, like, two dudes. They're just like buddies, and then another, you know, situation, same thing. And they made it pretty clear. They're just going to, like, chill, ride, whatever. Stay together, do the ride. Uh, So my goal is to basically provide them with like tempting enough challenges to yeah. where they'll break apart. Split them oh, up. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's like one of my big goals for this whole thing is to create situations of solitude, isolation, just you, your motorcycle in unfamiliar territory.
1: Oh, this sounds perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah I you really have it. to
0: try real hard over here. He already said, we're going to be on two totally different
3: trips. (laughs) Anyway, going back
2: to the peyote thing. So, like, I have all this peyote. Is that one of the challenges? No, actually, the peyote is going to be one of the prizes.
0: Perfect.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the peyote is going to be a prize. Um, Basically, all of the prizes are consumables, like things, you know, that... (laughs) Uh, you're not going to take home with you. That
0: you can share while you're <laughs> there.
2: Yeah, this is going to be okay.
0: So there's different prizes than what's listed on the internet?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, um, you know, going back Are to Are there prizes whole, each night? Yeah, every night the winner gets, like, a, uh, they get a treat, you know, every night. And <laughs> <laughs> this gets better and better. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, like, like, man, like, like just for, like, liability safety reasons there's a lot of shit that like i just cannot put on the fucking yeah. website and i can't write down in people's uh rally challenge packages yeah so yeah, uh, yeah so
0: what's the liability on this thing did
2: you get insurance for this how do you how do you sell this to a what, uh no there's no insurance um you know i'm protecting myself personally by just uh Opening up basically like a, 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 a an independent a business basically mm-hmm. like a, a third party LLC and you know if like if yeah, you sue the LLC you can have the four hundred dollars in the bank account. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man!
2: And it's like you know what? Just go
1: down there and take some responsibility. Have some fun. Take some responsibility. And if something bad happens.
2: Yeah, but on on the other hand, though, so the support vehicle. This is actually a cool part of the trip, also. Uh, man, and I like loosely call it a support vehicle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: five people in it, you know? Yeah, that's a lot of make, support. They'll, they'll make you a badass omelet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right <to> there's <laughs> chef. No, seriously, my, you, you my, gotta, my, my bike broke down, but God damn, this no. fucking creme fraiche is amazing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're gonna get a headshot in an omelet. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. our support vehicle. <laughs> uh, but the but the the main guy in the support vehicle, his name's Billy Webb, and he's a retired uh, Austin fire chief. Okay, and man, he's just like when shit goes down. Like, he turns on the siren and puts it on top of the van, and he's like, let's go save the day.
0: (laughs) So So, good.
2: Yeah, so... uh, Actually, we were in a situation, man, in Mexico with uh, Brian, the guy that concepted this whole thing with me, and uh, he did this whole fucking long-ass trip through Mexico. He probably did 4,000 miles. And he gets back to the U.S. border. He's at the border, three cars from crossing back into the U.S., He starts feeling all queasy, takes his helmet off, takes a drink of water, has a heat stroke on his bike, falls over, cracks his head open, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, And his wife is on the back of the bike. And she texts Billy because she knew that Billy and I were in Mexico. She texts Billy. We are probably 80 miles away from him. Dude, he got into like... uh, Save the day mode, man. So fast.
0: Turn in the wolf.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a like, cleaner. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: we need a cleaner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or what's this? Uh, Le- Liam, Liam Nelson, whatever. Yeah. The guy that always plays oh, like yeah. the. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. I'm sending you the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all that being said, we're not like similarly to how we can't put a lot of stuff on paper because mm-hmm. it could be a fucking liability. Yeah. We also have, like, this badass dude that, like, will come through and, like, pull you out of shit, man, if need be. Uh, but we're keeping it off paper.
0: It's good to have somebody like that on board.
2: Yeah. And he's just doing it for fun or? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Adventure? So, well, he's retired, right? Me? So, this
0: sounds like fun.
2: Yeah. Actually, everybody in the sport vehicle, even the chef. Yeah. Uh, they're just like, sounds cool. Let's go.
1: Awesome.
2: Yeah. So I was actually pretty, I would say like biggest surprise of the whole thing was how many people that we got that were not in Austin. I thought this was going to be like an Austin Yeah, thing. I saw there was a guy yeah. from
1: San Francisco that's going. And, yeah.
2: Yeah. guy from Colorado. Um, you, Dallas, whatever, outskirts or where are you from? Weatherford. Weatherford. Outside, Outside of Fort Yeah. Weatherford. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's gonna get. So, expensive.
0: what's your biggest concern right now?
2: Biggest concern? Tune up the next two weeks. Um. <laughs> I mean, literally, biggest concern is like, I want everyone to get their paperwork in order, man. That's like my biggest immediate concern. Yeah, I still haven't done my TIP. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that tonight yeah. and try and get that in. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my biggest concern. Like, I don't want anybody to like show up and be like, "Fuck, I can't get in." Um, yeah, that's probably my biggest concern right now. I mean, I, I don't,
0: don't...
1: You guys don't, had some, some issues last time when you... Just because we crossed.
0: stopped and tried to get paperwork. Like every other time I've like gone through and never stopped or... Oh, really?
3: really? Just
2: go right through and never have a problem. I mean, I rode all the way to Guatemala from Austin. And I got stopped like 30 miles from Guatemala. All that way, like... Ten days. And one day they're just like, Do you have your TIP? Just <laughs> one day. Yeah? Yeah. And the rest of the time I mean, no problem. So, so I mean, yeah, man, I, dude, but they're like fucking impound your bike. And is that what they did to you? Oh, no. I have I had my shit. Oh you had it? Yeah. I'm just saying though, like it's possible to get lucky and just, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 But it's like forty fucking dollars and a you know, thirty minutes on the fucking internet. Perfect. <laughs> So your concern is not people getting in. It's it's them getting
0: in and not having their paperwork correctly. Yeah. And getting into a pinch. Yeah. Where they got to fill that extra seat in the support vehicle. Yeah. Next to the chef. (laughs) I mean, I've taken chances, but that doesn't seem like too, you know. Yeah. I mean, I would hate to lose a bike. I mean, thanks to you, we went back and got our money back that last time, dude. One. By the day. time I got back to the border, when I left, I was like, I don't care about that fucking money, dude. I want to go back home yeah. so fucking bad. What do you, you know? About? This whole story? No, I didn't know this story. What? So the Desperado Run? Yeah.
2: How many we of y'all? Fucking.
0: There was five of us.
2: And you put all of them on your credit card? No. No, I put two of them. So when you get the TIP, yeah, you've got to you gotta put a deposit down. It's like $600, yeah, right? So the permit is only like 40-something bucks. Mm-hmm. But you got to put a deposit down, and it varies a little based on the year of your bike. Okay. But it's around $500, $600. Mm-hmm. Dude, my bike was like 200 bucks. Yeah, but, whatever, yeah, but you put the deposit down, and the, then as long, if you exit Mexico and you tell the customs office, I'm leaving now, cancel my permit, then you get your deposit back. Is that what Mies was having such a problem with, with all the money that he threw down? Meese was having all
1: sorts of problems. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Mies, can, can, can continue with real information, Mies, Nick. was having all
0: sorts of problems. <laughs> we did this. We went there to the border. We got our TIPs. We didn't have the correct paperwork. I thought a copy of my, uh, I don't know, what the, whatever, I didn't have the right paperwork. You brought
2: a bus pass. You know, give me yeah. my TIP. So I
0: had to, like, we had to bribe them at the border. Yeah like right immediately upon arrival like bribe them to get some paperwork the only reason i was even getting the paperwork this time i had i hadn't talked to nick at this point i was getting the paperwork because we were going to take the ferry from mazatlan to la paz and i was like there's a chance we need like legit paperwork that they're going to check it over there they didn't but (laughs) so we go to get this paperwork we don't have the right paperwork to get their paperwork we pay a little bribe we get the paperwork and, uh, you know, we had to give them the deposit. Dude, by the time. All we on got, credit
2: card.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, not all on mine. Like all on separate cards. But, they, but everybody uses a credit card for their everybody so uses a credit card. So when you fill
1: it out online and get your credit card, you, you, you go ahead and throw yeah. that down there and yeah. it's all done.
0: Got it. So we do that. We fucking ride through mainland, do the ferry, go up to Baja. After EDR, man, I got a pocket full of mushrooms. I'm not stopping at any spot on the border, you know, right. like I'm going to America. And I didn't even care. Like, at that point, we'd been there for long enough where I was like, dude, they can have that fucking money. (laughs) And I go home. And then I'm talking to Nick about the Mezcal Motor Rally and all Mm -hmm. this fucking paperwork he's talking about us needing to get. And I'm like, dude, I just did that. But I, you know, we didn't fucking need it the whole time. And then he's like, well, yeah, but now they think you took a fucking vehicle down there and sold it. Okay. Okay. And then didn't pay taxes on. It. And if you come back down there, am I correct?
2: Exactly. And so then you if you back come down, back down you're there, banned for life. And
0: you get pulled over. Well, you got sorry. a problem.
2: Well, so if you don't cancel that permit, right? For whatever reason, you don't cancel that permit. And the, how do you you cancel it at the border? Or you're how do like you like can- literally exiting Mexico, and the customs a, guy. Yeah, no, there's like no, a. No, there's little, a fucking building yeah. about the size ah, of that yeah. bug. There's like okay. a, a, a a a fucking portican. <laughs> yeah, for real. It, and the dude is in there, and he's like. You want to cancel your permit, he takes a picture of your vehicle yeah. and that's it. You, then you get your money back.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
2: Yeah, and then you're cleared in their system again. Got it. But if you don't if you don't do that, then they uh then that when 180 days comes, mm-hmm. they just keep, like they keep that 500 bucks or whatever. And they're like you can never bring a vehicle into Mexico again. Any vehicle. Yeah, you are like, So that's he it. tells
0: me this and I'm in Texas.
2: You're fucked. Like that's it.
0: And I haven't canceled the thing. And I'm like, fuck. And I look up the days and I'm like. He
2: sends me a copy of the thing. He emails me the copy. And I call him back. I'm like, dude, you got one day left before (laughs) the thing expires.
0: So I call up all the guys on the Desperado run. Cancel that, bitch. Two of them are in Ohio. The other two are in the Metroplex. So Nick and Al and me, we throw our trucks and we throw the bikes in my truck. So go straight to the border.
1: Oh, shit. You have to actually go down there and. You got to yeah, cancel that we unloaded the, the bikes. We no rode kidding.
0: back into Mexico. We got some tacos. Yeah, and then we went by that fucking porticán he was talking about, and, <laughs> and that was it. All what right. bridge
2: did you go to? Columbia? No,
0: we went to the one just south of Columbia. Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass. Yeah. No.
2: L- in Laredo. Like
0: just south, like. Yeah. Still in uh, Laredo.
2: Pretty small one.
0: Yeah.
1: So there's more than one. Oh yeah, I mean, like, hey, there's obviously there's like, more than one, yeah. but yeah. in that area there's oh, yeah, several to a choose lot from. It. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it's what, three in Laredo? Four in Laredo. Two in... Yeah. Okay. Two in Eagle Pass. Uh, yeah, you got to cancel that. Dude, and then, uh, like, even the people that have got permits right now... Actually, on the way here, I almost crashed right <laughs> now. Not bad. Yeah. But, like, uh, this mom in a Suburban, like, <laughs> slamming the brakes. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to go
1: any further than that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. We know what happened.
2: So where did you come from to get here? Uh, Fitzhugh. Awesome. Uh, Mopac. 290. Fitz Fits Okay, yeah, but I
0: thought you said you just rode up from Mexico. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, I just rode in from Mexico last night. Holy oh, shit. Uh, dropped off my boxes at my house and went straight to work. And I've been at my office uh, left at 530. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm riding here right now. And I almost rear-end this lady who, like, fucking slams on her, her brakes. Uh, and the first thought in my head was, like, Literally, like, literally, first I was like, if I crash this bike, how am I going to cancel the permit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you came bike. back,
0: you didn't cancel your permit?
2: No, so I just got the permit online, right? Right. So uh, just by getting it online right now, even if you don't physically go into Mexico, you got to cancel that permit in Mexico. At the border. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And I do okay. so much riding with, like, multiple bikes, vehicles, whatever. Dude, if I... Like, not, not being able to get another permit would be almost like not having a passport for me, man. Oh, you fucked. need a passport? Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what? What? Yeah, man. So are you going to visit your uh, your uh, property in San Miguel?
2: Not on this trip. Not on this trip? No, it's going to be so fast. I mean, we're mm. only going to be in San Miguel one night. Dude, the San Miguel, all the hotels are fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, San Miguel is like nice. the most
2: like party house, dude.
0: Well dude, and I hadn't I didn't know that the information was out there. You know, and Amanda's talking about all this theft prevention devices yeah. and I'm like, where the fuck are we going? You know, like Yeah. You yeah. know the it, are, what kind of fucking places are we staying at? And then somebody
2: sent the list out and I was like, Whoa Hey man, if there's one more beer, uh yeah, I mean The places are nice. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, like they're fucking like Plush, man. But, uh, dude, it's easy to, like, associate unknown travel destinations with, like, theft and, like, what the fuck's going to happen and whatever.
0: Well, I was glad you finally tuned in. You were like, you know, I've had a bike stolen in Austin but never a problem in yeah. Mexico. I'm like,
2: Never. Been. That's
0: kind of my experience is that, you know, I know a guy, he rolled into El Paso. <sighs> we drink out of the bottle? And literally. I don't have any glasses. Just stopped at a light and lost his bike. How did he lose his bike at a light? Somebody stole it. At a light? Not at a light. No, he did. He stopped at a light to he do something, carjacked. and like literally got no. He got off the bike. Got off the bike to do. Yeah. No, I don't remember what the story was exactly, but he lost Ooh. it as soon as he got in El Paso. So we, maybe he stopped to get gas. That's probably what it was. He's gonna drink out
2: of the bottle. Like, are we COVID that, scary, is that, is that or? Is that no? I know you're, an, I know you're like an anti-vaxxer.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're from Dallas. Are you, are you an anti-vaxxer? You're how from do Dallas. you know that?
2: You're from Dallas. Is that a,
0: automatically associated with Dallas? Yeah. And it's like a white people thing. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm
1: trying to like, it's a white yeah. people thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll see if I have some glasses. I don't think I do. I'll do it, man. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. I'll do dude, it. I, Let's I,
2: pass the bottle around. Yeah, Seriously. Please. Now I'm trying to understand white people more, so uh, I've been watching this uh, HBO uh, I've been, show. I've been trying to understand <laughs> white people all my life.
1: It ain't gonna happen.
2: Yeah, I'm watching this show called the The Gemstones. I love that show. The Real Gemstones. Yeah. I heard about this. Yeah, and it's like really enlightened me a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I basically like based on that show, I totally get you. <laughs> I, I wish I. would I wish you'd explain Dan no to me boy. because
1: I've known him a while. I yeah. don't get him. I don't get I don't get that
0: <laughs> no, there's not much to get here all mm-hmm. right come on you
1: first man that I disagree matters. I think there's a lot to get there oh shit okay and this is the stuff that's in the
2: now is it your business that, is that not, makes the oh, that, oh, yeah. that is not so your cliff flask yeah it definitely is no yeah way. absolutely is yes no way yes I I literally oh, poured wow. it from that into the flask. Oh my! God. No way! Yeah, real? Yes. That's
1: really good.
0: The altitude must have done something to mine because it didn't
2: taste like that.
1: Ah. So it's pretty good. Yeah, that's very good. Actually,
2: that seems better. Better than usual. I know. <laughs> yeah, we actually just got this. They just dropped them off yesterday. That's different than what was in my flask. And also, man, like. They don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, they're just like, <laughs> send us 10 pallets of Mescal. Who the fuck oh, knows? Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that. In, so, hey, that, hold on. Are we taking. Than...
0: You mentioned bringing a cook.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Badass cook, dude. Fucking I know, but bad-ass there's cook.
0: Badass cooks in Mexico. Is he cooking like. Yeah. What, what's he cooking? The breakfasts? The dinners?
2: Dinners. Dinners. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dinner. Cool. Like, our, our parties are going to be like.
1: So, so. Let's say he hits. We hit San Miguel. He's gonna run out to the closest. Nope.
2: We he's get taking everything with him. dude. I got people lined up in all these destinations. Like, oh. They're gonna have everything ready on site, like oh. ready to go. This guy's gonna show up, put the apron on, boom. Fucking everything's there, food's man. gonna be
0: cold by the time he gets there. Oh shit. <laughs> <up. laughs>
2: Yeah, it's oh, actually hey, really true. Why he saying this? It's like, really true. It, <laughs> yeah. it runs on one cylinder. No. Hey, we were <laughs> no, we were I, a, I run on one we cylinder. We were going
0: to Mexico, and he fucking wore a shirt that said fucking. What nope, did it say? No, my my, my forty-five. My le, top my, speed. Le, my my jacket. His jacket my jacket dude. on the back of the
1: jacket that says fifty mph. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the guys so, that I brought, they were looking at me like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs>
1: Is this so for real? I'm gonna have to get points. I'm not gonna yeah. be the first one there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you, yeah. yeah. Slow and steady, man.
1: <laughs> well, let's hope.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I fluctuate. Like, I have days where I wake up and I'm just like, I'm gonna fucking haul ass, man. See, and I just, just, just like, want to
1: enjoy every yeah. fucking second of that. See, trip.
2: I, I love enjoying it all
0: and taking my time. This bike has brought out something new in me. I and knew when you got
1: this thing, it was going to change your life. How fast does that thing cruise at? Like
0: and highway. when I'm like, you know, like I was at the track today, racing my 45-inch. I'm a competitive person. I don't go to the nah, track nah. to win. I don't go to the track to be the fastest guy. But once I hit the starting blocks, yeah, fuck everybody else. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I got a deep, deep, you know, competitive attitude, you know, and it's just...
1: Like Are you racing next weekend at Fandango? Yeah. Oh, damn it! Are you coming out to Fandango? I don't even know what that is. Oh, so next weekend. Hey, tell them about. It. I'm gonna go next weekend. Real quick. All right. Next weekend is a big uh, vintage bike chopper thing. We do it every year. It's called Fandango. It's out in Fredericksburg, and um, it's a big show. Really fun. Great people, and um, it's worth the trip out. Particularly yeah. if you're going to be in town, because it's uh, it's a blast, and they do races. They do flat track. They'll do drag racing. They do all kind of stuff. Yeah, it's fun.
2: Dude, I'm like a. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm not. I am not a really social person. Yeah, I got things. that from you. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really go to things. Uh, really?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, I, we'll be all set up there. We 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 set up a big, we set up a big booth and do a bunch of shit. So if you wanted to come by and just hang with us, yeah, we'll have beverages and people and girls in little outfits, and yeah. it's cool.
2: Yeah, I feel like you're like offering me a little safe space. A little safe space. Here's <laughs> like, <laughs> your corner.
1: It's a little safe space. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's fun, and the peop- like I said, the people are cool, and it's, it's, it's worth a trip out. Where is it? It's, uh, I'll send you the link to it. It's out towards Fredericksburg. You know where the airport is out there? There's an airport in Fredericksburg? Yeah, I didn't know either, <laughs> but that's where they hold this big thing. And like I said, they have they have uh, flat track racing and they have uh, drag racing and mini bikes and it's fun. Hey, do you live here? Mm hmm. You live here? Oh, no, no, no. I live in Johnson City.
2: Oh, cool, man. No, I just work here. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know if this is still recording or not, but uh, you're my favorite racer, man. Of everybody. Why is that? You're my favorite guy. Why? I just think you're the coolest. Like of everybody, seriously.
1: Wow, thank you. Yeah,
2: I, I really. All right. Well, like, I hope I don't like, disappoint. Like my wife and I, you know, we work on the website, and the yeah. whole Thing and and I'm just like, uh, dude, Rob's fucking so fucking cool.
1: Oh shit, yeah, that's cool. Like seriously. All right, we're gonna have some yeah. fun.
2: Yeah, dude, I know we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, well, hey,
1: this where'd guy. You go? We took a piss. Oh. You know I have a, a real restaurant. <laughs> <room, laughs> right? Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, I hey, was so to look at have, the traffic. How do, how do y'all know each other?
1: Uh, I think I met you no, at Born it. Free, right? Just like, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> uh, I do, no, do. Giddy Up. Last year, Giddy Up. Was it Giddy Up? Yeah. Okay. The when you first giddy-ups? moved here. No, there was a there's a chopper show uh, down in New Bronfels, mm. or it was in New Bronfels, called Giddy Up. Dude, I played Giddy Ups one time,
0: like during South by Southwest years ago. And the fucking drummer
2: of was it Deep Purple was there? You're playing at Fandango, right? Yeah. Why do they you call it- and Al? So there's that. But why do they call it Fandango? I
1: don't know. The Texas Fandango. Okay. So he, he's in a band called the Outbound Train. You're in the Outbound Train, right? Yeah. You and Al. And they're going to be playing. So that'll be cool. Hey, what do you do for money?
2: Nothing. I- well, I Independently I- wealthy.
1: Bad.
0: I got a t-shirt company called MC Shop Tees.
2: Yeah, but for money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ouch! I mean, that's you know. You you mean if you you tilt your head back, Dan, that bleeding's gonna stop. I don't think it will.
2: I started
0: this podcast like four years ago.
2: No, because where you live, you could sell the mineral rights. That's what everybody over there does for money.
0: Yeah, I know they do mineral rights. They do. Yeah, I saw letters in the mail this week, actually
2: really <laughs> offers
0: big offers coming
2: in no shit yeah it's like i, I take those people's fucking mineral rights are like worth more than their fucking house like seriously no man. shit yeah
1: i don't fucking damn it. get it
2: damn I don't, the I don't even know what the fuck they're pulling out of the ground over there minerals what the fuck do you have in the ground batteries
1: yeah you just you just <laughs> dig a hole there's like double a batteries <laughs> in there
2: sucking batteries
0: yeah. out. <laughs> fucking tesla batteries underneath the ground <laughs> <laughs> just dinosaur bones yeah
2: they're, they just discard those. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what do you do for money? Oh,
1: you're, dude, I make tile. This, you're, clay,
2: you're clay art, right? Clay imports. You're, okay. Yeah, yeah, I make Because I,
1: I follow you on yeah. all the stuff, and, and I didn't know that that was your business. Yeah. So if you yeah. want tile, right? So you go down to Mexico, and that's why you're working in Mexico so much.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. fantastic. I've uh, two warehouses in Mexico. Uh, yeah, I basically just, like, take clay actually minerals Mm -hmm. and I turned it into tile Um, okay yeah I I gotta come see the shop yeah
1: I gotta come see your store oh dude that
0: should be a rally
2: challenge I gotta see and say yeah that should be a
0: rally challenge go by the warehouse
2: so tomorrow you'll you'll see our we have one retail store in the US it's in Austin you'll see it tomorrow yeah Um, but yeah like all the action is Mexico that's where that's where all the cool shit is how long have you been doing that? Uh, I used to be a tile installer a long time ago, uh, like twelve years ago. As a tile installer, and one of the stores where uh, people would, like my customers, I would install, and then I'd go pick up my tile and install it. Mm-hmm. And I would go to this one store all the time, and it's, um, and it was some old man that sold like Mexican tile, and he sold the business to me and my brother. Um, yeah, and I guess that was 12 years ago. It was like the worst decision we ever made. Really? Yeah, because he like, had so much debt. Oh, we oh wow. He basically bought debt. Uh,
1: is that why our first stop is Saltillo? Because it's a lot of tile, right? Saltillo is kind mm-hmm. of a big tile place?
2: Saltillo is the first stop because that's, uh, so that's Austin's sister city. Saltillo, yeah, Yeah, so actually Saltillo used to be the capital of Texas. Like, back in the day. That's right. We need yeah. to play that up. I got yeah. a
0: map Yeah. Has, so yeah,
2: so Texas used to look like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a lot more on the bottom part. No shit. Yeah, and Saltillo was the capital of that.
0: So we yeah. stayed in Saltillo just to get through Monterey. Fuck,
2: fuck I was, Monterey, I was man. just thinking. Really? Yeah, oh, get loud and proud, on the podcast, fuck Monterey. Nah. Fuck Monterey? <laughs> fuck Monterey, man.
0: Dude, that fucking, that city looks so, f- I was, you know, I was pretty set on getting through Monterey once we crossed the border and staying in Saltillo, just to get out of that big city because, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a place to stay. We were going to have to find one, and I didn't want to do that in Monterey. But after riding through little. Monterey, I was just like,
1: fuck, that is a beautiful city. It's really? like
2: New York City surrounded by mountains. It's it's pretty How is this insane? a bad
1: thing? You, it's not, you're not digging it? Is it just because it's
2: too crowded? You I mean, did stress, say dude. New York City. I stress. Is that not I enough? I fucking yeah. stress, man. And I'm like, I'm not a big city person, you know? Me neither. Dude, it's like, you miss an exit? Like, that's oh, a 45-minute mistake. You know, yeah. I've been
1: posting all this stuff about this because I'm so fucking excited about it, that I've got friends that are in Mexico City, and they're like, mm. they say, are you coming Are you coming to visit? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I no. don't want to <laughs> ride my motorcycle into Mexico yeah, City. I like you, but I, I've heard time. nothing but amazing things about Mexico Dude, City. Dude, that
0: highway that goes through Monterey, it's like, there's like HOV. Yeah. There's like three highways together.
2: Yeah. Is it they have not like, crazy? It's they have like exits that exit onto other highways. Yeah.
0: It's insane. <laughs> it's insane.
2: Uh, uh, but luckily, so, we
0: stopped and got gas right at the beginning, on purpose, and then just rode all the way through. And then you're on this fucking highway, and like all the highways lead to a red light.
2: Yeah. At the like, end of town. You're doing like, hundred miles an hour.
0: Fuck?
1: Then boom. Holy shit.
0: It's insane, dude.
1: So, let me ask you and you. Navigation. Is a map on a phone enough? Is it good? Is it fuck cool? Yeah, dude. Yeah. You don't need a you don't even I need don't have, a have phone. one of those fuck, I don't have one of those things. Those expensive things that a satellite dish yeah, I on, on the back of shit. your bike. But a phone and a map, you're good?
2: Completely fine, man. That's what I like to hear. I mean, you don't even yeah. need that, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> There's so much signage everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and I speak wonderful Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was—I
0: mean, I just had my phone in my pocket the whole yeah. time.
1: I—I I, I watched the—you got to watch his the his video. There's there's two of them of that big trip that they took, and it's pretty um, it's pretty raw. I oh, like it's that real video. Raw. It's real raw, and it's just them riding, and who, you can see you can see Dan that? whipping out his. So phone. I just
0: no, I just had a GoPro on my chest and
1: so it's two hours long of their trip well as
0: i would see things i would just click record and i did that for the whole trip and then at the end of the trip i sat down with all the guys at this place on the baja and we recorded a podcast recapping the whole trip and then i had a guy put that footage from my gopro to the podcast so it's just
1: us talking about the trip i've watched it like four times it's really good i mean it's really good i mean it's super loose
2: uh, give me that link man let me give my video person that link i'll send it to you Yeah. yeah It's good. Yeah, uh, riding through the, so the, our, we have uh, our video person. They have six GoPros, <laughs> but we got 15 people. Um, do, you, do you all want to be two of the people with GoPros? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going like, to have one. I have one, back, too. Yeah? Oh, cool, man. Yeah, so we'll just, awesome. we'll just burn <laughs> yeah. a bunch of So my and, plan and is... And I'd is love
1: to offload it to your guy. Fucking have awesome, him. man, yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. My
0: plan is to do a uh, like a 60-second reel at the end of every day. Oh, that's right. You were talking about that. Of everything I've, and I got a drone I'm going to take down there and fly and maybe, you know, we'll see. Uh, but at the end of each day, do a recap of what happened that day. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I love a,
2: this. Dude, idea. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. yeah. So, like, my involvement is only there. What are you all doing on the way back? Oh, that's going to uh, be a whole other Pause. Actually, I'm going to go also. Everything, move out of my way, I'm
0: going to pee. (laughs) This is my shop.
2: (laughs) All right. I'm going to go find your pee spot. It's right in
0: there. You're going the wrong way. Oh, yeah, you got the, yeah, you're good. Oh, you got a fucking fence, dude. You can watch the traffic go by and pee out there. But just in case my wife decides to listen to this podcast while I'm uh, on this trip. Yeah, I, I already have reached out to Terry Chandler and I'm going to go down and see him in Tamarindo, Costa Rica. Um, I mean, I'm going to be halfway there, babe. You know? I'm just going to go down there and say hello and then come back, you know, spend a day on the beach, maybe do some sup paddle boarding on the waves and give them a big hug from you and me. And, uh, hopefully you listen to this, like, well, whenever you listen to it, uh, you know, I wasn't sure how to go about telling you this, but I guess now's a good time. So... Since we're gonna get into that, You on the phone? no, I just broke the news to my wife on the podcast oh, I
2: the phone.
0: that I'm gonna to go to Costa Rica.
2: I thought you were just out here going to the Mexico motor rally.
0: No, no, no. She knows about that. <laughs> she just doesn't know that I'm gonna go it's, to Costa Rica it's, afterwards.
2: It's his wife.
0: I figure I'd tell her in Oaxaca, but now nah, I might as well tell her now. She is
1: a keeper because, well, first of all, anybody married to Danger Dan. <laughs> It's gotta hey, be pretty
0: flexible. She is
2: fucking bad to the bone, dude. Yeah. Shit. I don't comment about people's wives.
1: <laughs>
2: well, good. <laughs> you don't what? I don't comment about people's wives. Why not? You never know, man. I'll say some shit, and they're like, "What the fuck do you say about my wife?" No, no, we're good. No, I'm not. I don't even know your wife. I'm not gonna comment. I'm just saying generally, I don't. <laughs> you comment better not about fucking people's say wives. goddamn thing. Yeah. Dude. No, I got from a the stones.
0: I got a beautiful dude. It doesn't get any better. Show me really. a picture. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. Okay. <Gosh, laughs> you want to see a picture? I got oh, one, dude. yeah. <laughs> Let's see here.
2: Pull out one of her. Oh, naked. Dude, you guys are cool, man. Seriously. <laughs> Just like I knew you were cool, but this like I didn't fun. know Dan was cool. But like fun. this is cool, man. Both of you guys yeah. are cool. Like I said, this thing. Next year
1: and the year after, it's, it can be as big as you want. Oh, I, mean, I mean, it's going to be new.
2: come next year, man. Seriously. Duh. Like the next what? one. What? Yeah, Duh. Duh. Yeah. There she is.
0: Oh, yeah. In all glory with my new puppy. So what is your plan afterwards?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to pick your head on that. <sighs> yeah, so I've been so obsessed with like how do I get everybody there how do we all have a badass time there the whole thing yeah then you're gonna have a chase
0: vehicle with your wife in it and a cook
2: yeah do you just send them back on their own yeah well well, then I'm like so what the fuck is everything and Amanda is like way more concerned about this than me I'm basically like I'm getting everyone there but then like what's every I I don't know like this is literally a question for y'all like are you all concerned about the way back that, for me,
1: for me, that is when my sort of um, adventure starts, because I'll be on my own, and I kind of don't really have a real rock-solid plan. Did you hear
0: that? Did you hear what he just said? Yeah. He thinks he's going to be on his own at the end of the race.
1: No, I'm going to be on my own the whole race. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that's going to be, well, the, the person that's going to be a little bit in front of me is the support truck.
0: <laughs> no, they'll be behind you.
1: Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm really looking forward to that, and and it and I my plan now is to kind of do, um, uh, and you've probably been here, so it'd be good to talk to you about it. That, uh, is it Pena de bernal Yeah, or, yeah. I want to go in there. I want to go there, and I want to go to Real de C- yeah, yeah. Catorce. Dude, Real is fucking amazing. Man. I definitely want to do that because I saw the video that Dan shot, and it's dude. It's I rode there, right
0: there. I didn't even have brakes on my bike, dude. You know those roads? Once you get in there, yeah, the they're all like this. Yeah, I'm just like trying to use my feet to <laughs> yeah. stop. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: so maybe you ought to take the, like the know, Flintstones. Maybe you ought to take oh. the Pan America to the.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, you should probably take the Pan America. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I got the brakes <coughs> mixed now. Hey, so how,
2: did you see the night there when you guys went? Oh yeah. Did y'all turn around? Yeah. Dude, it
0: took us a while to find a
2: spot that could house
0: all the bikes. He was asking me about a place to stay, and I was like, dude. That was the hardest place to find some place to stay. Now, we weren't using Airbnb. Yeah. We were just like, what I would do on that trip is, you know, I had a a stop each night, Zacategas, Durango, Real de Catorce, Saltillo. We'd get there about two or three in the afternoon, go straight to the historical district, and then we would, like, find a spot to park the bikes, get some cold drinks, and then we would send – you know, we'd all go out and start looking at places to stay, to yeah. see what the parking situation yeah, 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 was yeah. like, and yeah, find
1: a
2: whorehouse. <laughs> Those usually the fine. drugs. Yeah, the. Dr-
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when we got to Real de Catorce, that was a yeah. little bit different. You know, we made a couple calls, and we had a lady, a waitress, that was helping us out. In the first two places she called, they were like, "Yeah, we got places for the bikes," and it was like we'd get over there, and it'd be like a two by four going up you know six <laughs> stairs into a door yeah. that was this wide <laughs> and i got fucking you know i was like oh, and you got yeah.
1: a, you got a, a foot shifter on your on your yeah. bike right yeah it's you like know, a 150cc bike fits through that i yeah. mean a foot i mean a foot clutch on your on the yeah. on the shovel
0: so that spot it took it took some finagling to find a place to stay in riad katousha but we found one and and we still had to do some crazy shit park one of the bikes like in a
2: Dude, no one's and gonna steal a bike closet. in Real de Catorce, though. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck are they gonna go? No, <laughs> but
0: they won't let you park on the street there. Yeah.
2: Did you know that? I mean, I, I guess it depends. Like, there, there's some areas where you can like park on the street. Well, they think?
0: were giving us a bunch of shit. Yeah. About parking on the street.
2: I'm just saying, like, most of these cities in Mexico that we're talking about, or what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not worried about. Like, it. there's like where the fuck are they going to take your motorcycle if they steal it, man? Like, right. there's... Like, literally, you're in the middle of fucking... Like, there's nothing. Yeah. So, did we, did
1: we talk about what your plan is? Or you're just, you're just going to get there and then figure it out from there?
2: You just want to uh, get everybody to there and yeah. then you're done and then yeah. you can do. You no, can you enjoy got yourself. a plan. You oh, got, yeah. like, an idea. Yeah, yeah I, li- so, I like what... Yeah. I like what so, so, Sunday... We, we all arrived Sunday and, you know, the winner's announced...
0: Supposedly, we all arrive Sunday.
2: Yeah, well, I might, you know, Sunday night. Yeah, we all get there Sunday. (laughs) Monday morning. I hate both of you already. (laughs) We all get there Sunday. I hate both of you. And the winners, by the way, I, just based on, like, the group chat, right? This group chat. I I, I kind of already know who the winner's going to be. Yeah, I'm going to, no, no, I don't what think so. Mean? I don't think, no, no, I actually, I can't, I'm not, I can't compete. because oh, well, you already know who the winner is going to be? Well, I think I know who it is based on like this whole like chat group of fellow writers. It's a lot going on there. Dude, I think this guy, um, Sebastian from California. From California. I think he's going to
1: win. Yeah. You know who yeah. I, you know who my money is on? No. Um, I just, I just met him at the Moto Social, um, not Manuel, um, George, no, he's, he's from my hometown, he's from San Diego, um, oh god damn it, Dan, can't think of his name No, it's, it's like, Daniel, No. hey let me look up, the yeah, for, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm super is curious, is there a
0: Dan and a Daniel,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: so there's three
0: Dans, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: good name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe I guess. Uh but are you gonna How about Adri- Ad- Adrian Adrian? Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, yeah he's from San Diego,
2: right? No. I mean I don't know if he's from San Diego. I met I met him he at lives the photo awesome. social.
1: But like he's like dude, a Adrian's like he seems he's like kind of badass, a badass. He seems like kind of a hard guy. Like so I, my money's on yeah, that guy.
2: He like I saw him recently, he had a mountain bike in the back of his truck. And I'm like, Oh, you're gonna go biking? He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna do eighty miles. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? No. You
1: know. What? Yeah, I'm going to do 80 miles in the truck. Yeah, the dude is like, like No, I I met him at the Moto Social and he, yeah, he seems like a very focused dude, so I think my money's on on Adrian. Well, it'll be
0: interesting to see what these challenges
2: are. I can't wait. Yeah, there I um... mean, if
0: one of them is take a person from A to B, I think one of them should be... I mean, okay, hold on. I got a question for that one. For that specific challenge, how do the points that you would get from completing that challenge compare to the points that you would get from being the fastest that day? What's what he's totally saying. Totally outweigh yeah. Yeah. the fastest. Okay. Yeah, Like the, the Speed points, is not so the emphasis of this right So the 12 challenges mm-hmm. compared to, say, the fastest time. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, What's the
2: percentage there? Dude, this is based on experience, not speed. Like, yeah, yeah. E- experiencing experience, not speed. <laughs> what? <laughs> you understand that? Experiencing
1: What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not speed. Experiences. Yeah, I,
2: I'm all about that. <sighs> yeah, like basically, like none of us that are going on this thing, like none of us, are fast at anything. It's not about that. I'm sorry. No, but we're no, not.
0: I ride a Harley in the <laughs> mint. No, I get it.
2: Yeah. None <laughs> of us are fascinating. <laughs> but we're all like really so uh, All right, this is a little weird. Maybe like I don't know, don't include this, do include this in the podcast thing or no, whatever. it's included. But yeah, it already is. We're um <sighs> We're all like a bunch of like bad news bear people. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <we are. laughs> Okay. Like, like everybody who registered for this thing, they're like, "Oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish oh, I could have done absolutely. this. I wish I had like, if I, I, I could have done, yeah. I it, wish I'd gotten late in college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you went to college <laughs> a couple <Yeah>. times. <laughs> a Couple times. No, but, but, but like we're all those people. Yeah. Like, I, me included. Like, yeah. We're all these people that like we never had the experience of being able to like. When we were young or whatever, like, we see all these fucking YouTube, Instagram things about all these people, and, like, it's, I mean, we're not that. We're not going to, and none of us are ever going to be that. Like, we're all these people that are just like, man, it would have been cool if we did that shit when we were young. But, like, for whatever reason, we couldn't have done it, or we we didn't do it, or whatever. I mean, like... So are these challenges, like...
0: You reliving what you wish you would have done—the whole race is, man. The whole
2: thing, <laughs> like, it's awesome. It's the whole. The whole race is like. Oh, dude, like, this is good. The whole race is like, if I was 20 years old and, and I did this thing. And I could this design thing, this yeah. trip, like, based and, on my experiences yeah. now. Like, the whole race, like, oh, basically, like, seeing some guy doing like the Baja 1000, right? Yeah. He's 20 years old, riding like a Triumph. He's got a whole support team and like some fucking racers following him and, like, he's, he's, like, wheeling for the camera and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. like, like, we all want to be that, but we're not. There's no way. Uh, there's
0: no part of me that wants to be that.
2: No. Dude, come on. A little part <laughs> you're, you're already there, man. A little part of everybody yeah. wants to be, like, making romantic eyes in the camera, riding a wheelie, being yeah. like, hey. Oh, dude, hey. Yeah. Not
0: on triumph.
2: Dude, everybody, like, but we will never be that. Yeah, we are right. all beyond, like, we're done.
0: I mean, I cannot wait to Everyone in this
2: race is I done. done. It's done.
0: <laughs> so how many, how many people n- are going to be I've at the meetup tomorrow? I've
2: been done for years. Decades. Actually, it just says three. What? <laughs> what was that?
0: <laughs> how many people will be at the meetup tomorrow, you think? Uh...
1: A three plus. Yeah, I was gonna say wife. I wasn't even gonna go because <laughs> because I don't have any shit I, to drop off. Yeah, I mentioned it to him. Now, and he was
2: like, "I have no idea what you're dude, talking about." Dude, you should totally go to and give Billy like one pair of underwear <laughs> and a condom. <laughs> a pair of underwear and a condom. Yeah,
1: would you put that in the back? <laughs> Keep it on top, yeah, though. I need it's got to I I I need need it. <laughs> be on top where I can get at it. I need that
0: in my 12 by 12 by 12
1: cube. It's got to be on top where I can get at it. Oh, Rob. Yeah. I'm not even going to make it to the fucking border, am I? <laughs> no, dude, I guarantee You'll you. You'll make you, it you're, to yeah. the border. Yeah. I'm I'm leaving it up to you, man. I'm up, I'm 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 depending on you to get me to the border.
0: Well, then you're not going to make it man, to the border.
1: I know, I know shit. Yeah. Hey, where are you? Uh, are you staying uh, at my place the night Tonight? before? No, no, the night before. Y- Maybe Cause I, you're not going to drive. down. I mean.
0: No, I'm going to ride down. Yeah. What Thursday? Hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll no, I'm going to stay closer to the fucking the launch Capital. point.
2: Jeez. You're sleeping you know, like, on the Capitol line. Yeah, yeah, sleep pretty steps. much. <laughs> this, is, this is public property, motherfucker. Yes. Leave me alone.
0: No, I, mean, I was telling <laughs> Rob that I wanted to like sleep with the street people. You know, like yeah,
1: because I've been wanting to do
0: that now. anyways. You know, like it's, that might be a great time yeah. to take advantage of the yeah. opportunity. You know, yeah. I got to be there in the morning anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I don't want to ride from here that morning. All right.
2: Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just like saying. I've got discouraging an extra, your situation. Yeah,
1: I've got it. Yeah, I've got an extra room if you need to place. Yeah,
0: you trash. already got a lot. That's all I'm saying, you got
1: a lot of riding that day.
2: I so, know. Uh, I so know. You guys are drinkers? No. 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 <laughs> no seriously. Yeah. No. Like no. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like, you know, no. Maybe. Because this, this is also a weird thing. So like when, you know, organizing this whole thing, I'm like. I can't encourage people. I, I I cannot be like, let's drink mezcal and go riding. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> you can. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I mean, if I say that shit, people are like, you, you, I mean, we're not going to get a sponsor, and we I mean, uh, got
0: a mezcal sponsor, so yeah.
2: But they're like, you're not, you're, drinking, you're not
1: you're, you're drinking responsibly, right? Yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> ask that guy. That has the billboards in Austin. The lawyer with the dreadlocks oh, who like dude. gets you out of DUI yeah. cases. Yeah. You want that guy to be the <laughs> yeah. guy. You want the lawyer <laughs> we'll to locks? He'll do anything. We'll you, you want, get
0: that guy. You want that guy to we be the guy representing you? Yes,
1: I do. Anybody? At David smart. David Kumo. Is that his name? Yeah. All I know is there's a, a over here in Spicewood. It's there's so a stressful. yeah. There's a guy with. He looks like the dude that has the broken spoke. That guy with the oh yeah. Looks like that guy. And it says you want a lawyer who rocks.
0: So speaking of the broken spoke, Nick, have you been to any like motorcycle rallies before? You like, never been to Sturgis, you know, yeah, or Daytona. Uh, well, you don't seem like the rally type. No, I mean, or is there you. like a race like, rally
2: you, that you've been to? No, when you were, a little while ago when you left. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, I was telling Rob about like, I'm not a real social person. Really, and yeah. I said I got that from him. Is that why so, you showed
0: up? Three sheets. What? Huh? What are you talking about? What do you mean? You showed up pretty loose. I don't know. Did you know that you are going to be on a
1: podcast. I don't care You're about like,
2: podcast. I mean, I'm just like, oh, shit, just I forgot like, we were on a podcast. Like, uh, I know, right? Being around people and everything. Like, I don't really like it all that much. But, um, but I really like motorcycles a lot. Like a lot. Man. I tried
1: to get him to commit to coming out to Fandango next weekend. But I, I mean, it's like,
2: fun. We'll listen to Dan yeah. play. Watch yeah, the races. I mean, but there was one thing, though, that I used to like to go to, um, a motorcycle thing. And it's, uh, I mean, so I, actually, the only motorcycle thing I ever really liked to go to, uh, there was a bar called Giddy Up, and it's not far from here. Um, <clears throat> but um, Giddy Up used to have a, like a swap meet, and everybody would take their motorcycle parts there, and we would trade them out. Um, in like 2010, 12, 13, and we would all go to Giddy-Ups, this bar. Uh, it was off of 1626, off I-35 1626. in the Congress area. Yeah, yeah really cool bar. A great I little spot. That. I would do that. Um, yeah, we would all go there, and, and I, I mean, that was that was the only motorcycle thing that I really got into. And then other than that, while I was there... There was a, another motorcycle thing called, um, what was it called? It was at the Willie Nelson thing, like in, uh, what was that place? Luchenbach. Luchenbach. Oh, the Harvest Texas, thing? The Harvest thing? Where everybody, yeah, so all the guys from the Giddyup bar, it, it, it was a bar Giddy Giddyup. Yeah. And it still exists. But everybody from Giddyups, um, they would all go to Luchenbach, even if they weren't motorcycle riders. And so I started going to that. What's the, the
0: Giddyup Up bumper sticker? If your wife drives you to drinking, have her drop you off at Giddyup's. Ups? <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Know. I don't know. So you like swap meets. I mean, I feel like that's where i meet the best people in motorcycles, is at swap meets. I don't know. Um, I just got good prices on cool stuff. Exactly, and that's yeah. what matters the most. Yeah, and when people really ride, that's what they're after. What are you talking about? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just saying they're like people that really live and breathe motorcycles. Yeah. You, you're you will find them
1: at swap <laughs> <Stambers. laughs> What was I making you? You got a job at you, Pep boys you're you're like, Pet Boys, and <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you're like Pet Boys. No, I was going to plug Fandango with well, yeah. a swap oh, meet. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Do they have a swap meet at Fandango?
2: Oh yeah, it's a good
1: one oh, too. Oh shit! The there fuck, you go. Why
2: the fuck do they call it Fandango? What the fuck does that mean? God, what is wrong with you? Fandango. <laughs> That's as good as anything I, else, I guess.
0: The Fandango. All
2: right, that satisfied it. I'm done. <laughs> oh man. The
0: Fandango. Really
2: fun. Really fun. Dude, you got a beautiful, uh, really fucking beautiful place here, man. Seriously. Oh, thank you. Like, yeah, this is this is a cool place to work. It's fucking amazing, yeah. man. Like, my happy place? It's got uh, a
0: Mexico vibe, doesn't it?
2: No, not really. Yeah. Oh, it does. Like sure. uh I like I tried to buy uh white people yard lights in Mexico for 6 months.
3: <laughs> and
2: <laughs> this guy I know I'm white. Hey, so uh <laughs> where are you from? Like Minnesota or something? No, I <laughs> Oh man, you see that? No, seriously, where are you from? <laughs> That hurts my
1: feelings. Seriously? No, no, it doesn't. at all. Uh, I was born... It's worse. Oh, shit. I was born five minutes from Tijuana in San Diego. No. I was. You fuck, You no. could throw a rock from the hospital where I was no. born and hit Tijuana. Yeah.
2: So what happened? A
1: That's- lot. Um, I. You know what? I started a business. A lot of shit went out. A lot of of shit happened, right? Right after he was born. I I got married. I had kids. I had a career. I did all this shit. I lost You guys both have kids? I do. My kids are all grown. They're all... My son is... My son's a software engineer at Boeing, and my daughter is a junior in college. So they're out of the house. So I started a business, this business, 10 years ago. In San Diego, and we decided that if we're gonna really go in, go all in on this business, we gotta go someplace cheaper. And my wife's from here, she's from Texas, and she's from this area. So we moved back out here, and that's how we came back. And then I met all these cool and people. You fucking love it, right? I do. I like, I like it a lot. It's a I good do spot. Like it a lot. It's not bad. I like it. Um, yeah, it's good. What about you?
0: What about me? Where you from, man? Oh, I'm from uh, Alito, Texas. Where is that? Alito, Texas. Alito. In between Weatherford and Fort Worth, right in the middle. Little small town. It was a football community when I moved there. Oh, uh, shit. Grew up playing football and skateboarding, playing drums. You're a football player.
1: Well, and then I married a, guy, a farm and... girl from Weatherford, bought a motorcycle there's the problem and you want to tell the story about how you bought the motorcycle, <laughs> <laughs> and how disappointed your wife is
0: no that was the beautiful thing <laughs> is she wasn't disappointed she was like full support
2: you know so you got a motorcycle as an adult or a child no I bought my
0: first Harley as an adult yeah. right after so, I got my wife pregnant I was like, "Oh shit, we need like actual money now."
1: And so he saved up all this money to like get his life going on track, and s- ended up deciding to spend the money on a Harley. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I went and worked, saved up about 10,
0: 11, 12 grand, <clears throat> and then I came home to my wife. We're fixing to have a baby, and I'm like, "You know what, babe? I cannot look like a pussy in front of my kids. <laughs> I have got to have a really? Harley Davidson." <laughs> That's real. So I bought a fucking Harley and... That's real, man. The rest is here.
2: So yeah. no kids, Nick? For you? Uh no, I do not have children. No. All right. But um that's a good choice. Yeah, it's like literally uh, so I'm 43, my uh 42. No
0: the, no, the problem is is that people like you aren't having kids. Well, Why is I, that a problem? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are having kids. I mean, that are not. It's headstrong. It's Nick
2: over here. No, I I don't know if it's a problem or not, but um, yeah, but it's like uh, a topic in (laughs) my life. No, for real, like it's a real topic. I bet it is a topic. (laughs) I can't wait to talk to your wife. Yeah, no, she's uh, (laughs) she has two younger sisters. Mm -hmm. So my wife's from Germany. I like where this is going. She's got two younger sisters. Uh, one lives in like the Hamburg area. One lives in Frankfurt area, and they're they they're two years younger than her, and they ha- they both have two kids. And um, yeah, she's like, you know, are we doing this. We're we not doing this. Um, and she's she, like she's thirty three. I'm forty two. So oh, we're yeah. fine. She's getting there. I mean, you I'm
0: know sorry. what made me hold finally on. decide hold to have kids? Go, please,
2: please, please, help she's me.
1: She's 33. Yeah. And you're, I'm sorry, how old? 42. God damn it.
3: <laughs>
1: so when I finally decided that let's, let's pop
0: one out, is I was talking to my wife's grandmother.
2: Still romantic. And she goes. <laughs> Your wife's grandma.
0: Yeah, and she yeah. was like, you know that the longer you wait, the harder it is gonna be for her to get back to this shape. Oh yeah, and I was <laughs> like, "Whoa! All right, yeah. let's
1: do this." So, <laughs> so, Grandma, what you're saying is that God. her pussy's gonna get blown out?
0: No, no. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Did you just saying that the recovery time? Yeah. You know, once you wait a little bit longer, it's gonna be a little bit Basically, more difficult. Basically, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that thing I just said. So recently, Dude. my,
0: you know, we got two boys, seven and an eight-year-old. And my wife started talking about... And they're killer, about, by the
1: way. Those two are fucking feral as shit. They are feral. You got to see these kids. They're they're something. She
0: was talking about, uh, you know, wanting to try for a girl. And I'm like, man, this hard dick gene, you know, it only puts out <laughs> boys. <laughs> and, uh, you know...
1: Dan's hard dick gene. But she's
0: like, you know, I'm the last, the patriarch of the family. We need to pass on another girl. My siblings aren't going to have kids, blah, 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 blah. And then Lee Bullock called me up and he was like, I got a puppy that needs a home. No, it's like perfect.
2: You fucked <laughs> a puppy?
0: No, I got my wife a puppy instead oh. of another kid. Yeah. Come on, Nick, keep up. <laughs> Just saying. It's a lot easier than another kid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see how easy yeah. you made that look? <laughs> you, know how, you know how huge my dick would look in a puppy?
2: <laughs> you set it up. <laughs> I, I set that up? <laughs> I tattooed it. I set that up? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so basically. All right. Like, so
0: if anybody wants to do this race next year, yes. what's going to be the best way? To get on track, they're not—they're not going now, but they're already like, if he's doing this again, I fucking want to be a part of this. Because
1: I know how do I, they get
0: involved? How I do know they...
1: I personally have yeah. twenty people who have said, "Oh my god, I gotta do this," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, I mean, you can't this year because we're all done." All right. So two things before that. Um, you gonna address that peppy, puppy
2: thing or what? <laughs> Dude, audio of that man. Plenty. That's plenty. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is plenty. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Ah.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> that two things. Um. <laughs> this podcast really devolved, didn't it?
0: <laughs>
1: they always do.
2: Yeah, they always do. Uh, yeah. Um. So two things. I've forgotten the topic. What are those two things? What what are the two things?
1: If
0: somebody wants to go on
2: this race... Yeah. Yeah. Next year. Next year. Yeah. 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 Basically, if someone wants to go to this race next year, (laughs) fuck them. Fuck them. Like, literally, fuck them. Okay. Like, if you want to go on the race next year in 2020, blah, 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 whatever next year, fuck it is, because, like, we don't know what year this is. (laughs) Like...
1: No, note to self, yeah. don't invest you, in Nick's business. Yeah. Fuck all those people.
2: Uh, don't register. No, 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 no. No, register. fuck them. Don't no, register. fuck them. Yeah, it'll be fine. Don't do no, it. This is beautiful. Like, I, I, seriously, <laughs> fuck those people. If you want to go next year, and if you know what next year is, then fuck you and <coughs> oh my don't God. register. Because, like, we got fucking like 18 people from on fucking standby from last year so fuck off like (laughs) seriously I love it we don't need I love it it.
0: this is exactly how you're gonna have to go about this
2: yeah I don't fucking care like no no I'm
0: I'm being serious like this is exactly how you need to go on the record
1: Yeah, absolutely if you
0: wanna go fuck right off yeah Mm -hmm. yeah fuck right off prove to me that you wanna go alright one more question before we shut this down
3: All
0: right. Now your video crew—Are they going to be putting out a documentary afterwards? Is there going to be any like daily highlights? Is there going to be any place people can follow along? Besides, oh, in real time, like like each In real time.
2: Nope. Yeah, the the video crew. Like, I'm pretty fortunate. Um. Uh, I'm not, like I don't like a lot of people. I don't have a lot of friends or whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah, the we video get a crew. Um, <laughs> like this is a woman, and we're friends. Like we're real good friends. Her name's Jane, and man, like I don't even know why the fuck she's doing this shit. Cause like she's so much better than all of us. Oh, cause it's gonna be, it's going to be memorable. That's why. Yeah, it's but she could fun. be like making shit about like people drinking clean water and shit. Oh, but, so she's like yeah. a documentary yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. person, yeah, for real, yeah. yeah. All right, like, like she's <laughs> basically she can like benefit we're, mankind, and we're she's gonna go on the people doing stupid shit, and she's like a young person trying to make the world better. Oh wow! And uh, she's coming into this thing. Well, she can
0: show people what not to do by following us around.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but I know that she can, like, I know that Jane can make everything that we're doing, um, no, I know that she can, I know that she can show the bright side of everything we're doing. I know that Jane can make, oh yeah, yeah, she can show the bright side of everything we're doing, and, like, we're going to do a lot of cool shit that, like, like, whether we realize it or not, um man like like we're literally gonna be doing shit that like is like making you know our countries closer together and shit you know like some dude's gonna fucking stop in some fucking restaurant and be like that'd be me like that, hey that's girl, gonna be that guy. I'm at a restaurant and you're my waitress <laughs> and like what's up you wanna come what's to San up? Antonio next weekend and <laughs> no, I, all that shit's gonna happen for real like, <laughs> like, you wanna I, go to Waka yeah like, that, not yet, you know, but all that, like for real that's gonna happen like we're like we're literally like breaking down these boundaries, breaking and down shit. barriers, man. Like fucking for real, though. You know? Well, I totally like, agree. Yeah.
0: So, but, that hey. being said, is there a place people can follow along?
3: I don't know. All right.
0: I mean,
1: people can. Like I bet we can set that up.
0: Well, I'm. I'm just curious. Um,
1: well, they I mean, is there going to be, like be daily postings daily on the on the Instagram or, the
0: Mescal Moto Rally Instagram page? Or, or do people just need to sit and be no. fucking patient to see what they missed out on and what they will continue to miss out on?
2: Yeah, I mean, we have those options. You know, we can post daily or we can just put shit on our website that's, yeah. like, released whenever, but... Um,
1: so that... We haven't fleshed that out yet. I'll post a bunch of shit. Dan's gonna post a bunch of shit. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are.
2: Once a day. Yeah, I mean, it's kinda like a pecan. (laughs) Like, a pecan is all like, wet looking on the outside and everything. (laughs) But on the inside, it's all dry. Yeah. Yeah, so. (laughs) What? A pecan? Yeah, a a pecan. This is Texas. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, pecans all wet on the outside, but everyone's all like, pecan this, pecan that, whatever. But they're all talking about, like, the pecan that's ready to eat. Like, we are not pecans that are ready to eat. Oh, I can't. I got you. I got you. No, we're not. We're, this is. We're like wet and nasty ass pecans. Yeah. And. We're not done yet. Like, you don't want us. You know, you see us up on the fucking sidewalk and shit. And we're just all wet, nasty pecans. But, man, when we're coming back from that whole thing, like, you're going to be like, what? I'm going to
1: be a full-on, yeah. like, um, I don't even know what you're making.
2: Rock-hard like, pecan. Rock-hard pecan. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be a rock-hard pecan. No, one of
1: those things that they make in New Orleans out of pecans, that's what I'm going to be. One of those things, whatever Beignet?
2: Those
1: no, 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 out of pecans. I would like to be a beignet, though. pecan Yeah. I would like to be a pecan. A beignet. That would be pretty good. You know what I'm talking about, right? Thank you, sir. For what? Oh, okay. We're closing this thing up? All right. Hey, you guys are killing it. All right. are in on a good note.
2: Uh, anyway, a, I'm pecan sleeping right here. Seriously. Here, but...
0: no, for All real. right. I'm really trying to tighten up those intros, but I just get excited. You know, it's like, fuck. You know. I, <laughs> I'm excited about, all like, nobody's paying me to say any of that shit. I'm just excited to tell you. So I hope it comes across that way. And if it doesn't, well, fuck you. I don't really care anyways, dude. Uh, Man, I hope you guys are stoked about this race. I'm really going to try and document it, like, do, like, a a daily 60-second update with a a reel or a story or fucking something. I, uh, you know, I don't know how exactly this is going to go down, but I got a fucking GoPro mounted to the helmet, like, and I did it vertical so that i can do the stories or reels you know uh which i've never done like that before but i think it'll be rad you know i'm pretty good about just getting small clips and if i can just combine them all together and uh, hopefully like put in an audio recap over everything i think that would be really rad so uh, make sure you're following me on the gram at danger danimal if you want to see that you can check out the mezcal motor rally at mezcal motor rally and uh, follow along with Rob at Motostuka on the gram. And uh, dude, there's 15 other racers. I don't know what their handles are, or even if they're on social media. But, you know, search them out, dude. See how everybody's doing. You can, maybe you can give me updates. You can be like, dude, you're fucking up, man. These motherfuckers are way ahead of you. Or you can be like, I don't know. Tell me that I'm way out front, dude. You can, like, pat me on the back or some shit. Or you can just tell me that I'm going slow, dude. Or I'm not having enough fun. Or maybe I need to stop for more tacos. Uh, Whatever it is, I may not fucking read it. Because I'm going to be busy racing these motherfuckers, dude. All right, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm, like, packing the bike up for, like, the third or fourth time. I'm waiting on, like, one more fucking bag, dude. So I got... I decided to do something different with my tools and get them out of my, my saddle bag. So I bought this uh, – oh, fuck. I don't know. I think it's a – yeah, it's a giant loop bag. It's made to go on a fender, but I'm going to attach it You know, it'll, – it'll go – when I put it on my dirt bike, it'll go on my front fender. But for now, I'm going to attach it to the backside where I've got some space behind one of my saddle bags and above my exhaust. I did a new thing with like, I got this little tent pole bag from Tusk and I put my tent poles in there and crammed my tent down in my saddlebag. Cause I don't imagine I'll be using it that much, but if something happens and I'm out in the elements and I got a, you know, fine cover, uh, that's, that's it. It was an easy, easy deal there. And, uh, yeah I got the I got the backpack on the back seat with the water bladder and you know a couple of essentials like you know it's pretty much like my bug out bag. you know, if shit gets crazy and I gotta fucking I don't know jump off the bike and go somewhere that's that's got the stuff. I'm kind of debating now whether to put the computer in there or in the saddle bag and i'm I'm leaning towards the fucking backpack, but anyways, we'll see how it all bolts down, dude, uh hopefully I'll give you a video. You know, you'll see it all. But uh, I appreciate you tuning in. Check out DangerDanceTalkShop.com, MCShopTease.com, LowbrowCustoms.com, MotorcycleSherpa.com, KnivesMadeByNick.com, dot, dot, dot. Hey, I'll fucking see you on the gram, dude, because I ain't going to see you for a couple of weeks. That's for damn sure. Right?